Do you like Imagine Dragons? Well, imagine dragging yourself over to patreon.com slash bmfcast where you can get bonus podcasts from us, your friends at the Bad Movie Fiends. Check it out. Patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFCast, you better see a plastic surgeon about your condition. Your mouth is too close to your asshole. What score? We're shaft. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey, BAMCast. Episode four hundred thirteen. Good lord, numbers and stuff. So a lucky many. one. <laughs> sure. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mac. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here Pamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one five Jacksons and Robot Jocks! Robot Jocks! Yeah. robots in there. It's good. However, there are bad bad movies. Stay away, they get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags is in the giant bags of trash. In which they belong. Where they right. do belong in them. They're bad. Toss them out. So, guys, unfortunately, I have some bad news. We're at the end of another black exploitation mystery. Oh, no. Man. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Well, you know, so these things have to end so that we appreciate them again even more when they happen again. That's true. So, you know. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Absence makes Fine. the heart grow fond. That's true. Uh, but we're closing out this year's with uh, 1972 Shaft's Big Score. Score! Sorry. I have to put the exclamation point that's in the title into the title. Yes. You must put the emphasis on it. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, like airplane. So I got a real simple plot summary, and then we're going to talk about this here movie. Shaft is back to find the murderer of an old friend on the cold, hard streets with a little help from his new friends. <laughs> <laughs> Shaft gets by with a little help from his friends. Okay, well, welcome back, yeah. Shaft. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same director. Yes. Gordon Parks. Mm-hmm. Same year as Shaft. Yeah, they crank this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> They like release Shaft and immediately go into uh, into production on Shaft. I think probably produce. opening weekend they were like, get another one out there. Mm-hmm. I love that the tagline is even like, "Hey, you like the first one? Here's more of it." <laughs> right. <laughs> it's um, yeah. They set up a corporation for the Shaft, Shaft Corporation, the, the yeah. Shaft International Films Limited Corporation liability. Yeah. They, well, I mean, they do that with most movies, but yes. Usually they're not just straight like, hey, Shaft LTD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. They are this time, though. So, yeah. yeah, Shaft is back. Yeah. Richard Roundtree. Mm-hmm. Back again. He sure is. Kind of. Shafting Along it up. Bumpy. Bumpy's back. Back again. Uh-huh. Moses Gun. That was a fucking great name. Yeah. That will never not be an awesome name. Moses Gun. Mm-hmm. And his and henchman Willie, Willie, <laughs> with the reverse <laughs> mohawk still going. <laughs> Willie, uh. Willie, unfortunate male pattern baldness. Uh. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, it's another Shaft movie, but doesn't have anything to do with the first movie. No, it doesn't really need to. Yeah, even the setting feels different. Yeah, like it feels more suburban. It does, and like it's also... Shaft felt like you were in New York City. Yeah, this is almost barely in New York City. Yeah. Also, it's winter, so it's the Batman Returns of the franchise. It's... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I especially liked all the penguins with missiles on their backs. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it's I a think... a weird third act. <laughs> I think the, the first one primarily took place in Harlem, and this one is all about out in Queens, which is significantly more suburban to yeah. Harlem. Yeah. I mean, not by a whole lot. I mean, it's still mm-hmm. a city, but... 
Yeah. But this one starts super low key and it, oh, yeah. it stays low key for a long time. Like I was really getting worried about this movie for a while because it seemed like nothing was going to happen. Nothing nothing was going to happen quickly because no. the opening shots of the movie are a man opening a safe. Mm-hmm. Um, Casually. Yeah. Uh, Slowly. Uh, as Sensuously. we learned, I mean, it, the name is on the safe. At first, I thought that was just the name of the safe name company. Of the safe company, yeah. But no, it's like they got a branded safe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he is slowly opening a safe, slowly taking out money, slowly putting it in a paper bag, and then slowly, like you can see on the wall when he turns around that like it says insurance on the wall, but then he kind of, it looks like he just goes in another room the way it's cut. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's, a couple doors down or something like that. It's next, next door. door. Yeah. yeah. I don't I mean there might be a connecting hallway or something, but it's also a funeral parlor next door. So mm-hmm. I like that. It's like, you know, we'll give you life insurance and then bury you, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh one stop shopping. If we don't pay out, your casket's free. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then he kind of s- slowly goes in there and sticks the money like up underneath a coffin. Uh, and a janitor comes inside in. the coffin, like, like inside, the, yeah, like under the, the pillow and everything, yeah. for lack of a better term, yeah. But for like jan- janitor sleep. comes in, and he's just like, yeah, go about your business, you know, not being shady at all. Mm-hmm. And um, guys like, all right, and then he goes back in and calls Shaft, which, I mean, granted, it's it's cool that it's slow because it's Shaft, and it's like, you know, we just get like a slow panning shot. Over a bed where there's obviously some humping. So yeah, there's there's some <laughs> there's some action happening beneath the sheets. Yes, there's some shafting going on. <laughs> yes, and uh, the lady's getting the and the, and the phone's ringing like the entire time it's panning over, and he just you just see his hand reach out, pick the phone up, put it off the receiver, and mm-hmm. set it down, and you just hear the guy on the phone like John, you there, John, John, John. Hey. The finally, he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, it's me, and he's like, who? And he's like, it's me. Like, I need you to see you like right now. Mm-hmm. I already put $5,000 in your account, down payment, like get down here now. And he's like, it's two in the morning. And, and he's basically like, the lady finally comes out from underneath the, the covers. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's this guy's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and he yeah. says something like, have well, you seen my sister or well, something like that? Shaft at first like covers, he puts the phone like on his chest oh, to right, yeah. mute it, which no. But, and then he's like, it's your brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't know you're here. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, hey, anyway. But the guy's like, hey, I haven't been able to reach my sister all day. And Shaft, like, she's laying such that, like, her ass is kind of hanging out of the of the sheets. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's crawled over here yeah. to smoke cigarettes. And so. and then he's like, I may be able to put a hand on her as he's actually, like, put, clamping a hand mm-hmm. down on her ass. Yep. And just they're both just kind of killing. He doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. and this is when we get to the credits. Pretty much, it's yeah. basically been a cold open up until this point, yeah. And then it's it's Shaft driving and credits over him driving to this yeah. insurance slash funeral with a theme song that is not as good. No, no. nowhere near. Isaac Hayes had a falling out with Gordon Parks, mm-hmm. so he was not back. Was and it Gordon... over Scientology? I don't uh, think, not I don't that think, long. No, I don't think it so. It was probably over money. Ah, uh, yeah. But... Usually is, but yeah, he didn't come back. So Gordon Parks actually did the soundtrack himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't sing it right. Yeah, just composed uh, yeah. it. Composed music, yeah. But there was like one Isaac Hayes song, according to the credits. It was a off an album. I mean, it was not. They probably just pulled it so they I, could say music. I by. honestly didn't pick it up. Like, I mean, what happened? I was like, it which? could have been an instrumental track. Okay, so it could have been during the car chase. Yeah, yeah. I honestly don't know because I, I kept waiting for it. I was like, all right, where's yeah. the Isaac Hayes song that was promised? Also, in the credits? it could have have since been edited out of the film. True, you know, yeah, like the knows? whole James Brown score from yeah. Slaughter. Uh, so yeah, that's true. Yeah, but yeah. But yeah, it's him but, driving, and then like he basically pulls up outside the place, and you know 
Aspie's been like kind of pacing back and forth in his office with a giant bay window. You know, it's like mm-hmm. if he's worried, he should yeah, not be standing there. Exactly. And like the whole time you're just kind of waiting for the hail of bullets to come through. And it, and it never happens because he finally is just like, like Shaft has just pulled up and he walks over and is like, now's a good time for me to turn on my light. I guess it's safe because Shaft's here. <laughs> flips on his little desk lamp and apparently that was their thing they wired to explode because he flips the switch and then just boom out the bay window is yeah. a big explosion and and him or a dummy mm-hmm. flying out of the window charred and don't call him a dummy all he's uh, trying to do is turn on the light <laughs> well it wasn't a bright idea yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cops show up firemen show up and everything mm-hmm. and they yeah. don't seem too concerned about putting out the fire <laughs> They're more concerned with knocking the windows out on the second story right. than putting out the fire that is in the front room, literally <laughs> a foot inside of the giant glass window that he yeah. got blown yeah. through. They're all walking by that like it's a mild inconvenience, like, eh. But the, the, They're New York City firefighters, so uh, whatever. The, the sauntering continues as the, the business partner shows up. Um, Kelly. Uh, yeah, Kelly. And mm-hmm. he kind of, like, goes over, you know, to inspect the body and, like, lifts it up and, you know, gets the crocodile tears because, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's pretty much obvious like two minutes later that he's the bad guy and he had something to do with this it, they don't you know, this is one of those movies like who's surprised it's the business partner it's you know yeah no pretty much apparent because as soon as the you know captain detective guy is like what do you know about it and he's got the tear rolling down his cheek and he's like i i was with him 100 percent. he was going to build that orphanage up in harlem and everybody yeah, loved everybody him. loved him no one he had didn't any have problems. Any health yeah. oh, is that what it was yeah. okay children's children's health, children's health, health clinic. clinic okay um but then he kind of just goes into the still burning building and then it's like, starts ordering two firemen around. He's like, hey, help me move this safe. Yeah. I obviously can't leave it here. And, and doesn't help him at all. Like, he's no. like, he's like, help me move the safe, which in, it, it equates to, hey, guys, move this move safe, this for, safe me. for me. I'll so, supervise. So, yeah, they move it over to the shop. And he's like, all right, you can close the door behind him. And dismisses them, opens up the safe, and there's no money. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, and and like mad. I said, at this point, you're already like, oh, yeah, obviously, he's a bad guy. And he had something mm-hmm. to do with this. I love that everyone does the same thing with an empty safe that I do to my mailbox when I didn't get mail a certain day, which is to put your hand in it and touch all sides of it. <laughs> like maybe there's secret mail in here. <laughs> everyone, when the safe you is empty, know. they always go in and just touch all the sides of the safe. Like, oh, yeah, you it's empty. Know. You never know. They might have taped something to the underside. Yeah. The same thing that the post office does. Sneaky stuff. Uh-huh. That yeah. would be pretty funny. Like just once, like tape a note on the up. The upper part of your mailbox is like, sorry, you didn't have any mail. Yeah, it's just like, oh, here's the mail. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> Stop looking. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, Shaft, they interview, they talk to Shaft right. briefly mm-hmm. in which he tells the uh, the police, not the chief, but the detective who, yeah, who but- was a teehee in Live and Let Die. Okay. Same actor. All right. Um, but yeah, he basically tells him. I don't trust any black honkies mm-hmm. with flat feet. Yep. And then leaves. Mm-hmm. They do not have a good relationship. It's the only time I've ever heard a black person call another black person honky. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I guess in that particular phrase, considering he's a cop. <laughs> yeah. It right. makes sense. Yeah. He's also because they, they have to <laughs> they have to establish. Yes. That Shaft still hates the cops. Right. Mm-hmm. He'll work with them. But not sort, friendly. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll work, not, he'll work around them more yeah. like. Yeah. But then it's a prolonged funeral scene too. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. just long march to the to the cemetery with music playing. Like again, like we are we are basically doing this in real time because that's how slow this is. Yeah. And you know, this is where like the funeral like Bumpy's there, you know, from the first one, mm-hmm. and he can kind of they have some back and forth shaft and him. 
And uh, yeah, he's like, "What are you doing here at this funeral?" And they're like, "Well, yeah, so I got to pay our respects." Yeah. <laughs> we go, "There's a lot of funerals around here." Yeah. It's like if we figure we'll be going to yours next pretty <laughs> he goes, soon. He goes, "You're not invited. You're not invited. <laughs> we'll send a wreath." <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's a it's yeah. a real strange back and forth. It's like because mm-hmm. Shaft doesn't really have a comeback for that. He's just like. All right, uh, thanks. I guess sure, I'll be uh, yeah. dead. Yeah, I'm rubber. You're glue. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I have to go disappear for another ten minutes out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, um, but it, it it just leads them back to her house. Yeah, they t- uh, they the take sister's her home, house, the- which I get. I don't know if it was what's his face's house or not. Probably. Yeah. 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 I don't know if she lived there with him, but yeah, she she seems to live there from now on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But they go in, and she just shrieks, and Shaft is like, what? And they just start looking around. This place has been mildly tossed. Uh, yeah. and Light, it's lightly ransacked. Like a cat ran through chasing something and tussled a few things. Like, <laughs> or you got drunk and were stumbling in on the way home yeah. and knocked a couple things over. I yeah. mean, the crux yeah, of this movie... Or my nephew was left alone for 45 seconds. Yeah, yeah. The, the crux of this movie is that the bad guys are looking for $250,000 in cash, and they come in, and they just ruffle some pillows and move like a painting crooked mm-hmm. you know it's like no you would be cutting everything open and you know yeah. if you're that determined to get your two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you would be ransacking this place but anyway they're like oh heavens to betsy the place has been ransacked <laughs> and shaft is like stay here i'm gonna go see if i can find you know whoever's yeah. doing this yeah and, and if as he's if, checking upstairs yeah well yeah because he's like hey watch her because because um What's his face? Uh, Kelly. Kelly. Kelly is like gone with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as if you weren't, if you needed more convincing that he was part of this, like she, she kind of like goes to take off her like funeral hat and stuff and stand in the mirror and then like turns to the side and like, and shrieks again. Mm-hmm. And a guy, we never even see who it is. No. I don't, I don't know which guy it she, is. It's a, she shrieks and takes her hat and kind of and throws, just it him. throws it <laughs> sort of at him. Yeah. yeah. Sort of at him. But like sh- the delayed action shriek and throw. It's mm-hmm. But Shaft comes barreling down the stairs to catch this guy. And Kelly basically just kind of gets in his way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he very blocks obviously him. blocks him. And Shaft even knows this because like. He's like, all right, brother. I see what's up. Yeah. He's like, oh, I was trying to help. He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure you were. Sure you were. Because mm-hmm. the guy speeds up. Like I said, we never, I don't even know who yeah, this guy I, is or who I he I appreciate for. that they at least added the sound of a motorcycle taking off right. and peeling yeah. away because normally, it, you know, in a movie, it's like, oh, he's out of frame. So we're never going to catch him. Yes. Right. You know, at least this one, you hear right. the motorcycle take off. Yeah. And yeah. Shaft's like, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Because Shaft gives up real quick. Yeah, because well, all the other guy does is basically basically shut the door. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Shaft they had to dub that in for for it to make sense for him not doing anything. But yeah, yeah. Um, then I guess we meet the quote unquote bad guy of the movie right after this. Yeah, because I think he comes helicoptering in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is uh, Gus Muscola? Yeah, and man, talk about another slow entrance because there's a helicopter scene and him landing on his roof top pad and this fancy motherfucker Although i really like this entrance like sure it's I, yeah because he, he's I mean, got his valet mm-hmm. and his henchmen mm-hmm. and they just sort of slowly walk they, they walk in from the um from the rooftop mm-hmm. and then it cuts to i guess their their apartment or whatever mm-hmm. um this apartment which has like 12 rooms in it um and he like takes off his jacket and takes off his tie and hands him over to the henchman and then his valet hands him an ascot yeah. And a silk robe. And yeah. he puts on the silk robe. And then the valet makes a drink for him and hands it to him. And he then he climbs up on a pedestal, <laughs> which you think he's going to play his fucking golden piano. <laughs> giant piano. Yeah. Giant like marble yeah. pedestal in the yeah. middle of this 
But then he just kind of reaches behind it and grabs a clarinet. <laughs> fucking clarinet. And it's just like, time to jam on the clarinet for a while. And that's literally what he does. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. he dudes out with his flute out. And one, yeah, and one guy starts to dial on the phone that's there, and it's the old rotator mm-hmm. dial. And he he gives him this look while he's playing clarinet. And yeah. the guy's like, oh, sorry, boss. <laughs> yeah. I'll go, do, I'll go take this in the bedroom. And, <laughs> and they kind of have him go upstairs and then look back and be like, you fancy motherfucker. What yep. are you doing? Yep. Well, I kept waiting for some explanation because like his his valet gives him kind of like googly eyes. Now, he does. He kind of puts his head down in his hands and <laughs> rests now, on the bar I mean, and just dude, stares at this him. This dude is constantly wearing sunglasses, and mm-hmm. like, but you can still kind of see his eyes and they look weird. And I was like, is, is this guy blind? Like, I mean, it's like they never really explained it. It's just like mm-hmm. he's always got this strange look of like, I'm wearing sunglasses, but you can still see my eyes somehow. Dead eyes, yeah, like a but like, like, yeah, he kind of does the like, oh, he's so dreamy when he plays the clarinet yeah. scene. Maybe it, he's just a really big fan of clarinetting. Yeah, yeah. he could be. Yeah. Dooten, <laughs> <laughs> yes, them dudes. He's, he's, but, he's just a clarinet groupie, man. Yeah, he just yeah. he searched yeah. long and hard to find a boss who would play the clarinet. <laughs> yes, right. Clarinetophile. Hey, yeah. man, when you find a job you like, you stick with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. Sometimes the perks are worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. Clarinet solos. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're obviously not a fan of the arts, Chuck. I like the arts. I like them. Just not these arts. I don't like this guy's arts. Yeah. This is this fancy well, fuck. Well, and that's the thing. Like, it, this guy's just weird. Uh, like, like, this mob boss is kind of like, he... It diffuses all his threateningness. hmm And it would be cool if it was, like, you know, played off as, okay, he's real. You know, he's real soft. He's like... Because there's a lot of, like... When they're gonna call to get Kelly to get the money, the you know the val the other the henchman guys like you better have our money by eight a.m. and he's like man we don't need to push him mm-hmm. yeah you he's, get he's, more flies with honey he's you constantly know? like apologizing for that guy yeah. and like dressing and, and him it, down like, and, and it would have worked if eventually in the movie he just fucking snapped and yeah. just like you know beat the hell out of somebody or you know or just like did something out of the blue where like oh this guy's unhinged but they never go there with it yeah like, really. like he has like, the capacity for it but you know. He, just he doesn't moved. have to because he's he's so far above it generally. Yeah, yeah. yeah but so so it just kind of like I don't know. It just neuters this character, yeah. and, and then you know they just go well, all out with it by well, him playing a. Fl- yeah, I was gonna say when when, it, when his entrance everybody. is like super Liberace Liberace esque. You know, it's yeah. like yeah. Oh, okay, are we supposed to be scared by this guy? I mean, he even has Liberace hair too. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. Like, it, big it's, poofy. Yeah. Um. But yeah. yeah, he's he's the fancy guy. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, the cops have kind of like brought Shaft in. Yeah, because they're like, "Hey, we saw you talking to Bumpy yeah. and the other guys at the funeral. What's You're going on, on with that?" Aren't you? <laughs> because basically, they're like, "Somebody's been running the numbers here in town," and they at first they're like, "We figure it's you. You know, we figure you bumped him off. You working with him because you you were dating his late his sister. Mm-hmm. His sister's your lady, and you can take over the action if uh, if he's out of the way." Mm-hmm. You know, and Shaft's like, "The fuck ever, man." Yeah. Plus, do you, do you make this stuff up, or does yeah. it just come to you in some sort of fever dream? Yeah, yeah. but the uh, the captain dude has, like, his lackey cop guy, mm-hmm. who's, like, right off the bat getting real physical with Shaft, and, like... Well, they were roughing up a guy in the hallway. Yeah. Well, it wasn't him, but it was just somebody no, else. No, I know, yeah. but, like, you know, and they're like, hey, what'd this guy do? And he's like, ah, he robbed this place, and robbed this place, and smashed the police car, and, and Shaft is just like, man, leave him alone, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then, like, the captain goes into his office, and Shaft is still standing there, and that's when the lackey dude just kind of pushes Shaft to go into the office, and I Shaft is two seconds away from murdering that man. Yeah. 
Like, he whips around and is just like, man, I will fucking kill you. And I was like, yes, kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he doesn't. He goes into the office and, and has a chat with the with the captain. But then the captain is kind of getting irritated with that guy. And he sent he's go get his coffee because well, he's, you know, he's trying to, like, get information out of Shaft yeah. and antagonizing him is not any way to do that. Right. So, yeah, he sends this dude off for coffee and Shaft stops him as he's leaving the room. He's like, make mine black. <laughs> and just looks at him. Yep. Is that black enough for you? <laughs> and, yeah. and the guy just like looks at him and the chief kind of just nods him away. Yeah. And. And the whatever the captain dude is like, did you have to do that? He's like, guy was getting on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah, he just basically dresses him down. He's like, this is this is a stupid idea. How mm-hmm. did you even come up with this? And I'm going like, to go to do my thing. He's like, well, yeah, but like you know, Shaft is just having none of this. And the guy's like, look, we'll take you over to that room and beat the hell out of you. And he's like, come on, let's go. And he's walking him toward down the hall, and he's just like, you know what? You put me in that steel room, you're not going to get any information out of me. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, even better. When you did the whip around on the guy when he first pushed him, yeah. he was like, do that again. And, and ain't one of us coming out of here alive. He was like, I will murder everyone yeah. in this police office. They'll murder me. When that cop brings the coffee back, he's like three sugars and cream. And chef just looks at him like, I will fucking murder you by the time this movie is over. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, murder that man. He needs to die. He's a piece of shit. And then we never see that guy again. Nope. nope. No. That's because Shaft murdered him off screen. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. I, that's what I will choose to believe, that he murdered him off screen. My Shaft. W- wait, wait, no. Uh, the Shaft that I believe in uh-huh. would murder him off screen. Okay. <laughs> that's good. But yeah, so basically it's like Shaft is out to find out what's happening. Yeah, because we... <laughs> There's really not a... There's not a vested interest for any party in this. It's just like the cops are kind of making him do this. And he's like, he kind of feels like he has to do it for the sister. Well, he was this guy's friend, too. Also, I mean, he, he yes. was bone and his sister, but they were also friends at one point in time. too. Yeah. But so. I mean, like, at some well, he point, also wants the the uh, health comes to Harlem to mm-hmm. to happen. I Yeah. But like, it, even at some point, the sister's like, I don't care about the money. Let's just leave. I don't I am in no way interested in any of this. So it's like there's. This movie just becomes like the inner workings of the numbers game. And it's like, who who are we rooting for? Like, who what who's trying to stop? What is there something even supposed to be stopped that's happening? Because mm-hmm. the rest of it is kind of just shaft going places and well, talking to people. It's, it's more like it's more like Kelly's undoing because he's trying to play every side. I guess. But it I just mean, seemed it was so everyone knew Kelly was guilty from the start. It just seemed so dumb why they were just toying with him for the rest of the movie yeah because letting mean, kelly do it all whatever shit he was doing we see him like go hide out i i is it i don't think it's his place i think he has like a you know a, he's renting that place for yeah, that lady he's got a lady and mm-hmm. you know rents a place for it so it's kind of like a hideout for him because yep. he goes and hides out with her and she's got an eggshell chair she does have an egg chair yeah which is fucking sweet yep. and i want one um well she's she, you just see like the chair and you see legs mm-hmm. and you hear singing and she she gets to the end of the song and you just hear him go, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and she spins around topless and is just like, don't you like my singing? You always use like my songs or whatever. You said I was operatic. Yeah. You were going to get me lessons. And he's just like, bitch, I don't I'm busy. I shut up. Yeah. He gets real slappy real fast. Yeah, he and does. And then she's like, oh, no. No man puts his hands well, on me. I'm he, says, he says something like, I'll be back in a couple hours. She's like, make it a couple years yeah. or something like that. And yeah. And he's like, well, she also threatens to pack and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. he slaps her arms more. And yep. He's he's just generally shitty. Like it is, you know, it was not very subtly let up that he was a bad guy and shitty. But now he's he's confirmed holy, shitty, holy, completely shitty. Yeah. Yes. 
he leaves as Shaft is pulling up. Mm-hmm. Shaft goes in. Not not before because he he pulls up and is going to the elevator button. No, no, that's when no, he that's when back. he comes back. Yeah. Shit, yeah, yeah. So he just leaves and Shaft mm-hmm. comes in. Right, goes up, knocks on the door. Knocks on the door is just like, hey, I need to talk to Kelly. She's like, we don't give out any information. And he's like, but I'm Shaft. And she's like, ooh, Shaft <laughs> fucked up somebody to get even get that location, right? Because he went to somebody and roughed him up. Wasn't one there? Because he didn't I, just like magically know where this lady's apartment was. I don't know. I thought there was a scene where he went and fucks. I don't know. Somebody. This movie's so slow. It feels like that was like six hours ago. Yeah. Okay, like so e- I even if he even did, I just it was so non. It was just like, eh, all right. Yeah. But he just he. She's like, oh, Shaft. Okay, come in, and and she's just basically like, ow, my face, and she's <laughs> like, or he's like, you should put something on that. Something, something cold. You know, and she's like, well, come in and take your clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> to what she starts doing, and he gets down to his turtleneck and is taking that off. And she's like, whoa, baby, I didn't mean that. And he's like, look, I'm just doing my thing. Yeah, he's like, no, it's, <laughs> well, it's really she, warm in here. Well, yeah, she's she trying is, to get she, comfortable. Because she's wearing, like, this plunging neckline yes. thing with big, you know, cut out, uh, you know, mm-hmm. slits on the legs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, I... I should be ashamed for wearing this, you know, with a stranger around. Mm-hmm. So when he was taking his shirt off, he's like, I just didn't want you to feel embarrassed about being so underdressed. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yes. But they, they, they have the sex. They do. They have the sex to weird music. Yeah. It's, and it's weird basically it's acid trip scene. It's yeah. this like, yeah, well, it's, it's like trippy camera work, but the, the song is basically fucking like Nat King Cole mm-hmm. song. It's, yeah. it's not because it's whatever. Oh yeah. Guy. That part of the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. also, the song is so weird because it's just like, I'm going to use you and then I'm going my way to pretend like you don't know me. <laughs> Bye. <Yeah. laughs> we, we're we here for one specific purpose. And then four hours later, I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm just saying like, it, it's weird. I, this so was happening. The best love song ever. I guess. This was happening all like through one of those like weird acid trip filter things on the camera, but with yeah. this song. And I was like, I, I never saw shaft fucking to easy listening. Like that just doesn't feel right. Well, it wasn't his house. Mm-hmm. That's well, that's true. And you know, but yeah. So they just they have the sex, and mm-hmm. then Kelly comes back yeah. while he's getting dressed, and he's just like, "Yeah, I gotta go." You heard the song. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's a back door. Right? Yeah, Kelly yeah. comes to the front door, which she has put the chain on, and mm-hmm. he's like, "I'm gonna break this door down." And then she's like, "Try it." Um, and so <laughs> well, he she shuts the door like she's gonna undo the chain, yeah. and then locks the deadbolt. Yeah, but. This is the part I want to point out when when he is coming back to the building because like we're still watching the wrap up of the sex thing and uh-huh. we're you know when we're, we're anticipating this him coming in and go like you're fucking my woman and all this shit and mm-hmm. so like he's again for once it's interesting that it's a slow build up to this because it, it sets you up for all of this so he's down in the lobby just frantically banging the bu- the elevator he's call wailing button. on the call button yeah and you I know mean, come on he's had a bad morning he's had a bad morning of his own he's making. Bad officers basically tell him yeah you're you better have your 250 grand or you're fucking dead sure yeah. but oh yeah he has a gambling problem too yeah yes sure of course he does but he's he's wailing on the on the call button and then it finally opens and the you know like little old church lady basically comes out and he and he's like what the hell are you doing the elevator up there and she's just like where'd you learn your manners like go, like or something like that it's like where'd, where'd you learn you your fucking re- manners or something like she's that she's like you need to or how did no, she goes how dare you talk to a lady like that you know you need to learn your fucking manners yeah yeah that's what it was and he's just like well, well and, then <laughs> and she says up. it with menace oh yeah, she's yeah. Like, yeah. you need oh, to yeah. watch your fucking manners yeah. Yeah. 
Um, by the way, Chef beat up the numbers guy in the apartment building. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. There was a guy going door to door getting That's numbers. Right. And that, yep, yep. Chef Dacosta. The happy hand. delivery guy. Yeah. Because yeah, he was like, hey, you won. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah it's this like, guy loved his job. Yeah. It's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So whatever. He comes to the door. That whole thing happens. And Chef slips out the side. And then mm-hmm. she locks the door on him and also slips out the side. And is like, fuck you. I'm going by. Yeah. She's like, I packed. <laughs> I had sex with Chef and I packed and I'm gone. Wait, was she not the one driving the car in the end? Of the- she is the one driving. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, she does. Come she shows back. up at the end. Hey, mm-hmm. Shaft. Oh no, what's happening? Well, yeah, no, you see, like you never see her again. I was like, we do, don't we? Oh no, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm saying she was saying that to him. Oh, like yeah. bye, Kelly. <laughs> so but, yeah, she sleeps. She, yeah, she sneaks out the back door too, and like whatever. We mm-hmm. we don't see her again for a while. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's a it's a whole bunch of like Kelly going back to you know a. Italian Liberace mobster dude yeah. and like I'll have the money tomorrow and then he's just like yeah it's cool whatever and, yeah. the, and the henchman guy being like better you're fucking dead you know yeah. and all that kind of shit and and then he goes to see Bumpy to basically play the other side and he's like look this this like you can buy in give me $250,000 and I'll give you 25% of the business and Bumpy's like how about 60 well at first he's like how about 50 <laughs> no you know how about 60 because yeah. like you know I'm it's expenses for having to take out you know Italian Liberace dude yeah. mm-hmm. and, um, and Kelly's like well if the widow has half and you have 60%, I have less than nothing. And Bumpy's like, ain't my problem. <laughs> he says a good line. We just don't remember it. And it's not really any of the quote things. No. It's like something about problems and. Oh, he that's... says, uh, he's like, listen, baby boo. Yeah. Listen, baby <laughs> and then boo. blows cigarette ashes. <laughs> he goes to, he goes to shake his hand. Like, do we have a deal? And mm-hmm. he just blows the cigarette ashes in his hand. And like, Willie comes in and is just like, man, you got fucking clowned on it. <laughs> the guy just opens his hand and blows the ashes in Willie's face. I mean, mm-hmm. the three of them have great interactions. Like anything, yep. any scene that Bumpy and Willie in is, are yep. in is yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Kelly's hat has problems. And then Shaft goes to a, a nightclub. A fucking sweet Mother ass. Ike's. Mother yeah. Ike's. Fucking sweet ass. I, I fucking want to go to Mother I, Ike's. I knew this place was cool from the outside somehow. Like to me, Understated exterior means generally fucking cool oh, yeah. ass interior. It's of just a, place. a basic door with some lights running up the sides, and you're like with a valet, and like you can hear the music, and you're like, okay, this place is probably pretty cool because yeah. oh yeah, the the fucking jazz funk fusion music was mm-hmm. loud as fuck yeah. outside. But yeah, this place is like you look up seventies. Yeah, it's this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like this psychedelic table in the middle that ladies are dancing on, and mm-hmm. it's just like there's only like ten tables inside, ten two person tables, and, and it's all that like cool like. European future tech, yeah. like you know, two thousand one esque furniture. Yeah. Yes, you know, in it, and yeah, yeah, and there's, just, and, and there's just yeah, there's just all mod people in there too, like all all types of different people, yep. and like I guess there's not really gambling happening out in the main room. No, it's, not the main. Is, the yeah, main room is, is like just bar, for dancing and, and drinking, dancing, and yeah, yeah, all this stuff. But like, cigarette girl comes over to Shaft and is just like, "Can I get you anything?" And he's like, "Well, what time are you off?" And she's, no, she's, she's like, like "Do you she's, want a cigarette?" She offers like, it. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and and he's like, "And I, I don't, I don't need a cigarette. You got anything else for me?" And she's yeah. like, "I get off at four. Yeah. Do you have anything else I might be interested yeah. in?" Yeah. I get off at four, and then she boops him on the nose. Yeah, she does. <laughs> little, little boop. boop. <laughs> like, hey, Chef. Boop. Yeah. Um. So he's just like, "All right, this place is cool." Mm-hmm. And then the dancer finishes her dancing. And just immediately comes over and is like, hey, Shaft, where's your where's your lady? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I ain't got no lady tonight. I bet you $100 that back door doesn't go out to the back. And she's like, um, yeah, I don't gamble. I thought you were here for the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, like, they've left the back door wide You're open. You're John Shaft. You're, You're just, supposed to fuck. <laughs> yeah, you just see gambling going yeah. on. And we, and we see Kelly in the back. Like, uh, that's... Also, they tried to put a hit on Shaft. They, um... <laughs> before this happened. Oh, because yeah. Because, uh... He Kelly basically tells 
or he, he agrees to whatever buy-in as long as they take care of Shaft. And they're like, you know, give us 50% of your you know thing or whatever, yeah. and we'll take care of Shaft. And they, they sent his weird glasses valet dude and some other guy yeah. um, to act like flower delivery guys, and Shaft immediately caught up on it and basically just opens the door, like, you know, and just punches them in the face and takes yeah. them out. Um, and, well, he uses one guy as a bullet shield. Yeah, he does. And then murders the other man. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Two, two dead guys, including his little weird valet dude. Yeah. Um, so uh, what's the Italian Liberace dude was like, whatever, fuck it. I'm out. Like, I got one of my cousins killed and like my best friend's son killed or something like that. I'm out. Fuck yeah. this shit. And he's like, well, you know, he's like working for Bumpy. And that's like all he needed. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he is that motherfucker. All right. Well, well it's we'll, on. Now. Yeah, we'll mm. fucking deal with this. Yeah. He, Bumpy's trying to come into Queens. Like, no, we're not having that. Mm-hmm. So he does all that and scurries off again to go plot or think he's mm-hmm. plotting whatever. So, yep. Um, so hey, g- give him credit. He's trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he got he got Shaft in trouble where Shaft had nothing to do with Bumpy at that point. That's true. Yeah, yeah. but Shaft kind of m- mingles back to the back, and uh, he goes into the back room. Well, where... like he's about to go towards the uh, you know where the actual gaming room, gambling room is, and uh, Italian Liberace's there, and he's like, eh, "Come on over here, come on, we'll, let's, we'll let's talk. talk." Yeah, and he's just like basically gets some kind of surrounds him. He's just like they're kind of talking shit or whatever at him, and well, he's like, "Look." I would just kill you, but you need to take this message back to Bumpy. Yeah, and then he gets like judo chopped on yeah. the back of the head by, or, some, by some a dude. Like comes well, up behind him and claps his ears. Well, <laughs> what happens is, I just I love that what Shaft tells him. He's like, "You found me, man," and he's like, "What? What do you want?" Yeah, <laughs> he's just. I forgot to tip the flower guy. Oh yeah, he yeah. just holds up a oh, single he dollar. Holds yes. up a dollar. That's what makes him fucking insane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But it's so great because Shaft is just like, yeah, fuck you. Mm-hmm. But then he gets his ass kicked for it. Yeah. In a weird avant-garde slow motion. It's weird between because like painted ladies dancing. Painted tiger lady is out there dancing with this giant just feather headdress thing on. And it's cut with another dancer in another dimension somewhere. Who's no, she's just on the other stage. There's yeah, no yeah. other stage. Yeah, there is. No. I, trust me. <laughs> but. Yeah, I know it, a place like Mother well, X has it, two stages. There's there's basically gold, uh, t- the, like tiger yeah. stripe lady with mm-hmm. giant feathers, uh-huh. and then there's silver robot lady, yeah. who's basically like, you know, the gold like lady's got hat. gold lady's got like pasties on and this mm-hmm. tiger paint. The other one's like just body painted, basically. Yeah, and yeah, they're they're dancing crazy to this crazy acid fused fusion mm-hmm. jazz thing, and while Shaft is getting his ass kicked in slow motion in the back, basically. Yeah, yeah, it the the fight scene is real bad. Because it's that fake slow-mo bullshit. Yeah. And like most of the scenes in this movie, it just goes on for so long. Yeah. Gordon Parks was like, I filmed all these ladies dancing and they were basically topless. So I'm mm-hmm. putting all that in. Uh, to, they basically beat the fuck out of Shaft and throw him out the back door. And Shaft just kind of like slinks down the alleyway. Well, they throw him in the garbage. He's out. For no, a I know. Bit. Yeah. But, and then they just lock the door behind him. And, and so he's like, well, I'm going to Bumpy because that's the message. And he... Shows up at Bumpy and they're just like, oh, what round did you go down in? And just, yeah. You know, Willie's giving him all kinds of shit about <laughs> fucking Willie. Yeah. And uh, Shaft is like, I'm Willie's just always looking for any uh, any yeah. opportunity. Just take digs at Shaft and it's great. But yep. Shaft is like, I'm, I'm here because they had a message. I This is the message. Like, they think I work for you. Stay the fuck out of Queens. And Bumpy's like, what the fuck would I want to be in Queens for? Like, I'm, I'm fine right here. I got plenty going on. Yep. And so he's just like. I don't know. Take take Willie and go deal with this fucker, basically. Yeah. But then someone shoots up the room mm-hmm. from outside mm-hmm. and they get down on the ground 
And, you know, Bumpy's just yelling at Willie, Willie, get your ass in here. And Willie, But he's got a sweet ass button that shuts. Like, yeah. he's got this wood paneling all through his office, but he's got like a, a secret panel door that comes down and covers that little tiny window mm-hmm. he had. Mm-hmm. He's he generally he, seems kind of nonplussed about being yeah. shot up, shot he, at. He's more annoyed. Yeah. He's just like, how dare whoever did that do this? Because <laughs> I, I think that was like all the motivation he needed to like, all right, fine. I will help you take this fucker out because he just tried to shoot at me. Yeah. I will help you by lending you Willie for yeah. a couple hours. Mm-hmm. So their grand plan is is to go pretend to be window washers outside uh, Italian Liberace's house. Yep. Uh, he's got a lady there, mm-hmm. and they, you know, we don't see it, but like they were finishing having the sex. They were, and they, you know, come out and she's like, "Money, daddy," and <laughs> money, please. Yeah, yeah. And she literally just holds her purse in front of him, right? Like him. Yeah. <laughs> Tip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she has to go to the mall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Puns. Yeah. So she uh. she leaves. Um, and so <laughs> Willie <laughs> waves at him from outside. Like, hey, man. <laughs> the guy's like, uh, hi, window washer. And then they just open the window. And Shaft, in one or two moves, bounces off the cou- couch and fucking spears <laughs> well, this guy. Like, yeah. So so when they, when they, you know, they came down on the window washing mm-hmm. thing, I was like, well, he knows what Shaft looks like. And thankfully, the movie was like, yeah, yeah he would know what Shaft looks like. So Shaft is behind the part with the big yes. brush and the, and the soap. Yes. He has not yeah. cleared his window. Yeah. It's all soapy. It's, he wouldn't see him. I'm just saying that's a nice touch because yeah. it's like, yeah, they, he would know yeah. who he is if he turns around. Yeah. Because even at one point, he does turn around and Willie's just like, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they just open the window and, yeah, kick this dude's ass. Yep. And Willie just sits back like, I've heard you were good. I want to see you fight. He makes a drink and just chills out in right. the corner. He's got a glass and a bottle in yeah. his hand. And he's just like, Take care of him. Heard you were bad. Show me how bad you are. Let's son. go, Junior. Yeah. Uh, he calls him Junior. I like Chef's like Chef's move is he does it like three times as he just throws this dude into his soft, comfy modular sofa thing. That couch doesn't look that comfy. I thought yeah. it was made of stone the first three well, times I I'm saw just saying, it. Like, you know, he could have thrown him against like the marble that the piano thing was yeah. into I the don't piano. Want to mess up the piano. Yeah. Slam the grand piano. Yeah, but his thing. finishing move each time is to throw him on the comfy couch and mm-hmm. just be like, "All right, you had enough." And yeah. the guy eventually. Is just yeah. Well, like, well, his henchman comes in, and yeah. that's when Willie like, "Oh, I'm gonna hide behind here and wait for the guy and crack with <laughs> yeah. the bottle." And Neely. he's like, "That's how it's done, Junior." Willie's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. great. I love that he keeps calling Shaft Junior. That's mm-hmm. great. But I, I also love throughout the whole fight that they just keep. The camera focuses on Willie most of the time, making faces throughout all of it. Just, mm-hmm. just like astonished or shocked or just like mouth agape, just like whoa, that just happened. But but yeah, yeah they beat him for a while, and they're just like, yeah, we could throw you out that window, but I want to leave you like this for something like. I was like, there's already too much I, shit on yeah, the sidewalk, and I want to <laughs> see you burn for whatever yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they just leave him, and then. They go to see the lady who's been stashed somewhere, and the captain is also well. She's at Shaft's place, yeah. And she like here, like the captain knocks on the door, but Mm -hmm. doesn't announce who it is. And she has pulled a gun out of like a candlestick or something, and (laughs) just opens fire while the captain's kind of freaking out, and Shaft is laughing at him (laughs) while this while the shooting is happening, Mm -hmm. and he's just like, like, "Man, I'll be back with a warrant." Yeah, (laughs) and then it's me, baby. (laughs) Let me in. She's like, oh, Chef, thank God you're here. I don't want the money or anything. I just, I'm leaving. I don't want any part of this. And mm-hmm. Chef's like, no. Well, we meanwhile, got- Chef just opened like a giant dictionary that's been hollowed out and has nothing but shotgun shells in it. Mm-hmm. And then. Same place I store mine. And then goes over and moves some books. And there's just a big like police issue shotgun back there with a, <laughs> a flashlight for the, you know, on this. It's 
It's, it's so casually done the way he's just yeah. gathering up bullets. <laughs> it's a weird shotgun too. It is. Like it's, uh, if you want to look it up, it's a high standard model 10 and it's strange. Yeah. And it looks, like, it looks like it has eight extra contraptions on it. <laughs> well, it's got a, it's got a flashlight and something that looks like a scope, mm-hmm. but it probably isn't. Is mm-hmm. it the same thing he used at the end of the first one? When he like crashed through that window, I no, that was a much more streamlined gun. Okay, <laughs> the one that's on every poster. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that was a much more. Str- I think that was just a straight up machine gun. Cool. Okay, but I don't subscribe yeah. to the internet firearm but, database. Yeah, I, so I, I, don't, I don't. I don't really remember guns <laughs> yeah. all that well in movies. Yeah, yeah. but so. he, he. This is when he kind of like she's like I don't. I just want out. I don't. Yeah, you know, he's like, what about the children? hospital thing and and the legit businesses like those are good businesses why would you just give them up mm-hmm. she's like eh, all right you know yeah oh also uh kelly has figured out that the money has been buried in the in the cemetery yeah well he went and talked to the janitor yeah finally, and then was, got information and was just like like yeah there's a brown paper bag but you didn't have it next door yeah. and he's just I like, thought it was a little weird like yeah. why would you have groceries and but he's like nothing's been touched in here except for the casket that he was buried in that's gone and yeah. kelly's like oh okay oh. the money's in that <laughs> casket Let's you could go. go clean up the chapel don't mind me i'll be grabbing these shovels and, and the hearse and a couple of guys yeah <laughs> which they do like, they literally yeah. load up the hearse with yep. a couple of shovels and some dudes yeah um so shaft is is leaving his place Mm -hmm. but there's a he's there's a tail out there waiting for him and that's when the other lady from the apartment just bops in you know just like hey chef let's go skiing or something you know (laughs) kelly's lady yeah Yeah. and he's just like uh can you drive that car and then she says something like she's like anything with a stick shift i can handle but she says it's my meat and he's like yeah uh, that's right all right well just the car for right now let's do that so he gets her in the driver's seat and then just runs over gets in the passenger seat and they take off down a one-way street um is this the car chase or do they yeah yeah that's a car okay because it starts at night and then they just drive into dawn basically Mm -hmm. um I don't know where they end yeah, up. Yeah, the timeline of this movie is weird too because everyone kept telling Kelly, "You better have the money." Yeah, tonight. tonight. And then it's like, "All right, maybe in the morning." Yeah, tomorrow. All right, maybe later. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. they had to find him. They probably didn't know where he was, and you know, by the time. Well, they there shot was a, there was a point when he first met with Liberace guy. He was like, "You need to have it tonight." And then tonight at the club, he was like, "I'll have it for you tomorrow." And then I'm never quite sure if tomorrow is still part of the same night or mm-hmm. what. Yeah. But yeah, so well, it couldn't be because that night. But the next day, they were out washing the windows and mm-hmm. did that thing. I, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so he there's a car chase, and you know he he eludes them eventually, smashes their car all up, and I mean not before like helicopter joins in on this car chase. Does it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I thought because I thought there was a car chase, and then he got to the um. I thought the helicopter didn't join in until they got to the uh, cemetery, where they were digging him up. There, oh, you're right. There yeah. were sh- there were shots. Uh, they used shots they shouldn't have used, but there are shots of uh, them like Shaft driving to the cemetery. Mm-hmm. But it's clear that he's in the car position to keep an eye on the helicopter. But they are not yet avoiding the helicopter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the car chase doesn't happen until after they go okay. to the right. graveyard. Yeah, that, just, that's the deal. Yeah. yeah. 
because, because he gets to the graveyard oh, without yeah, incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they've dug up the thing and they're just about to open up the casket and the helicopter lands with, with Tiger yeah. Liberace and he gets out and he's like, where's the money, Lebowski? And it's like, yeah, I think it's, it's like, in well, here. It's, I think it's in this and casket. They, they make him pick up the body basically and just huck it into the grave. Yeah. You know, and he's just like, look, I, I did blow the guy up, but he's still kind of my friend. This yeah. is this seems disrespectful. But yes. mm-hmm. they dig out the money and he's just like, all right, well, you know what? Put it in this bag. Put it in this bag. They do. And then he's just like. All right, you're done. And then the guy's like, "Wait, no!" And like, yeah. really, no. Hi, I told you I'd get you. Or no, 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 he just, he just, just like straight up shoots him into yeah. shoots him into the grave and then shoots his two henchmen. But God, Kelly just—I've never seen someone react to getting shot oh, yeah. in a movie like this guy. He just freaks the hell out and then just kind of stunt dives into the grave. And then the other two guys get shot and they don't react to it at all. Like they didn't know what to do. They just kind of mm-hmm. like stand there and then collapse. So, yeah. but that you know. Then Shaft just comes running in out of nowhere. And despite all of them being armed. Yeah. He's like, all right, everybody put down your guns. Right. Because I have a gun. They they have tiny guns. He has big gun. And And one guy's like. And they also didn't have him drawn. And one guy's like goes for his gun and he blasts him in the chest with his shotgun. And he's like, anyone else? He a hole in that man. (laughs) He's like, anyone else? And they're like, yeah, okay, cool. And he just. He has a good uh, a good line for when he when he comes up. He's like, "Drop the guns and freeze." When this baby starts kicking, it won't stop. So nobody get cute. <laughs> yeah, one and guy, then gets, one cute. guy gets cute. Yeah, and then gets, gets less dead. cute. Yeah, uh, he gets an acute case yes. of shotgun. Yes, in the he middle. Does. Yeah, he has an acute lead poisoning. <laughs> acute. But he <laughs> just kind of like walks around and takes uh, Liberace dude hostage, and uh, that's when the lady pulls up in the car because you know I guess it was planned, and they throw him in the car and this is when they have the car, car chase yes. with, with another yeah. car because the they all are like they wait for them to peel off and then all jump in the car and like get him and other dudes jump in the helicopter like get him so it's you know avoiding shit in the street because it's kind of your comical like oh we're moving things here and mm-hmm. oh a motorcycle or a truck backs up or then there's a like a like a houseboat going you know yeah. across <laughs> yeah. and we were like Fuck that is boat it, up. I was like, is that boat shitty enough that they're going to fuck it up? And I guess not because they, no. don't, it, they just it, it safely of, moves out of the way. Yeah, they just kind of move it. But they do fuck up a shipment of, of toilet paper, to which yeah. I said Cottonell comes to Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Whipple's going to be pissed. Yes. It's, it's a big thing of Sherman. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I mean, they just they just fuck up some random stuff like a taxi cab from the 1930s shows up and mm-hmm. they crash the hell out of that thing. Uh, and then like they get over to some docks, which is kind of where they were anyway. They were along the water to begin with. But yeah. man. Shaft and he's dragging that the Liberace guy with him and mm-hmm. just runs up to this dude just like probably just got the boat just like finally made the last payment was just like so, <laughs> taking care of my boat you know and then Shaft is just like get out of the boat and the guy's like oh <laughs> again then it becomes boat chase for a while it does yeah well the the no, well, not boat chase just boat <laughs> boat evasion boat stunts while yeah. a helicopter flies above them well the the car that had been chasing him just I think he kind of shot at the dude and he just kind of slowly i guess died and drove the car off the side of this uh pier eventually yeah because yeah. it was just kind of like oh you know it was yeah, back in the they days when you, that car up for a while yeah it was it was all smashed and yeah. he finally shot through the windshield i guess it, it he, wasn't he the driver yeah it wasn't like apparent that he shot the driver but he did because he just kind of oh, yeah. drives through some barrels and but apparently the henchman got out at some point because he's fine he's running around during this finale oh is bit. he okay yeah mustache man oh okay <laughs> um but yeah they're driving around in this uh boat for a while and he's he handcuffs the uh Liberace dude to the boat yes um smart yeah because especially like, for how this ends <laughs> i mean i mean but they're they're doing some stunts with this helicopter i mean it, it's flying real close to these bridges and then the boat real close the boat is just like 
oh, you're on the other side of the bridge. Whoop! I can make a quick turn, and you can't, yeah. and basically start going the other way under the bridge. And they're yeah. he's trying to like lead them into like power lines and shit like that. I think that was more in the car. Like he was trying to drive because they're at one point they're like, oh, we got to pull back. There's yeah, too many lines around here. Lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Eventually, they get a lucky shot from the helicopter to the engine of the boat, mm-hmm. you know, and so it starts smoking and eventually is like, oh, it's it's going to die. So Shaft just like runs this thing aground. It's just mm-hmm. like, fuck it. Yeah, Dumb runs it up a ramp and grabs it, the bag because he has the money. Yeah. And, the, and the, at this point, the engine is like, oh, it is, it is smoking. It is about to go. And yeah. he's just like, well, fuck it. Runs and dies. And the other dude's still handcuffed to the boat. And it just. Yeah. It just fucking explodes. Fucking explodes. So, that man is dead. The two big bads <laughs> in this movie are now dead. It is, yeah. it is just henchmen yeah. in a helicopter chasing him at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, to which, yeah, now he's avoiding this helicopter on foot. He's just he's in he's in the reeds for a while, and mm-hmm. you know yeah. he he drops the bag. But the coolest thing is, is he runs through like one of those boat like warehouses on the dock that has like you know big uh, hangar doors on either side, or warehouse mm-hmm. doors, I guess. But they like he's running through on foot, and the helicopter follows him like it pilots through this yeah. warehouse inside this inside warehouse. Those warehouse yeah that's a that's like a that's a shockingly dangerous stunt shockingly dangerous a yes. movie with this budget yeah. yes yeah. like it i don't think anyone was paying attention they asked the pilot if he could do it he said yeah probably <laughs> yeah but i mean this <laughs> thing just, like it goes all the way through and then like it turns flies, around and turns flies out. around yeah. and flies it turns around inside this hangar and flies out like yeah, yeah. that's the kind of stunt that just doesn't happen in many movies period mm-hmm. well especially and, not now right yeah and when it does it's like big budget action yeah. movies and they have like you know the world's most expensive helicopter pilot does insane stunt flies mm-hmm. 30 feet from yeah. closest object well they trust me they don't there's a very specific reason they don't do helicopters anywhere near actors anymore right mm-hmm. yeah Vic, uh, well, Vic, yeah. Vic Morrow yes but uh, I mean, it's it's almost comical to like because as Shaft is running around this area, every once in a while he'll get off a couple of shots, and they will connect with the helicopter. You'll see like a close up of something hitting this helicopter, and every time he connects with the helicopter, the helicopter just tucks tail and turns and goes the other direction. Yeah, like if I just hang back, I'll regenerate for a few mm-hmm. seconds to get enough health yeah, back. It is like a video game <laughs> to where I can come back and, and make my assault again. So it just keeps like, Oh, and then, you know, fucks off off screen for a while. And then he, shaft has to deal with something mm-hmm. else. Namely the henchman who's chasing him up these mm-hmm. kind of, you know, ladders. Cat, catwalks, yeah. yeah. Whatever. And at one point they're on the same catwalk and the guy's like, ha and shaft just turns around and just murders that man. <laughs> Yeah, like there was no confrontation whatsoever. Yeah, shoots him in the gut, and yeah. his gut explodes. Yes, so and then that guy's dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's now just Shaft versus the yeah. helicopter, and Shaft slips at one point and starts limping away, mm-hmm. like limping up the stairs. I, I think he, I think he legit slipped and had like sprained his ankle for the rest of the day. Yeah, because like he is, it it's not being dedicated to your craft. I don't think. I think it's the man was hurt. <laughs> yeah, and and they were on a schedule. Yeah, yeah. So his grimace was pretty realistic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like, and you know, he was just like, "Do I stop?" And they were like, "Go." Yeah. But at a certain point, the helicopter was just kind of hovering in the middle of a yard, mm-hmm. and he just finally points the shotgun thing up there, and I guess well, he's blasted the dude who was shooting at him in right. the leg, and his leg like fucking explodes at the knee. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that guy uh, gives a good shriek. Yeah, too. and then eventually that guy gets shot again to where he falls out of the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's just the pilot at this point. The pilot really doesn't know what to do. So he's just kind of hanging out in the middle of this area. And so that's when Shaft shoots it again. And eventually Apparently it was the kill shot. Yeah, and it was just like that's all you fireball need. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
real chopper fireball. Yeah. Which yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this was not some model they blew up. This but was I mean, an actual chopper. Yeah, like this is flaming coming down the ground, and you already hear the sirens coming up. Mm-hmm. So Shaft goes back into the reeds again and drops his gun and drops the bag full of money. Yep. And then just kind of walks out like, yeah, well, fucking helicopter chasing me. What are you going to do? All the cops are there, and Shaft just casually walks over, and they're just like, hey. Where's the money? Yeah, and he's like, I don't know. Must be on his way back to Harlem. And they're like, all right, see ya. Mm-hmm. And he limps away, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, credits come up, and I mean, it's... Well, they show another shot of the, the money. money. Yeah, yes. There. Which, I mean, like, these detectives aren't detecting shit throughout this entire movie, so <laughs> it, there's a good chance they just want to be like, oh, it's a big fireball. Uh, yeah. Get a wrecker. Uh, all right, we're out here. Let's Looks like this wrap one this up. took care of itself. Yeah, let's bring <laughs> yeah. the fireman and in to watch this fire I, for I'm 20 minutes. I'm assuming he just walks back in and is like, oh, yeah, the money's still here because they're fucking idiots and yeah. walk off and here you go, or kids. Or he put it all in his jacket. Maybe. He was kind of puffed up at the end. I don't know if that was, you know, the numerous bandages he needed <laughs> because <laughs> he had fallen down a lot. But, yeah, that I mean, I kind of want to say the title is a lie because you don't necessarily know if he got that money or not. He got the money. Okay. He, well, it was he also big settled score. the score. So... Oh, he settled the big yeah, score. Yeah, that was okay. his big score. Was wow. the big score that he settled. I guess we'll see by the third one if he's fucking balling or not. Because I don't think Jeff would have kept the money. It's his big score. He's scoring it for the health. Shut yeah, for the for the children's oh, for the Harlem residents. For the Harlem residents. <laughs> I was trying to figure Kids. out if there's like a collective noun for Harlemites. You know, Harlemites. Sure. Harlemite. That, that Harlem yeah. might be right. I don't know. Harlemite. Harlemite. <laughs> New Yorkers. Uh, I'll kick your motherfucking ass. <laughs> I am Harlemite. <laughs> God damn it. Rat soup eating motherfucker. <laughs> it's a rat soup eating motherfucker. <laughs> My impression of Chuck doing impressions of Rudy Raymore. <laughs> Thanks. It's a big hit. <laughs> All right. Chaff's big score is over. Uh huh. It is. Yeah. Time for the ratings. I guess it technically gets a Stargrove. That theme song is not as good, but it's still about Shaft. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, and, and I like the music throughout the movie. Yeah, it's it's, music it's good, a pretty fine. damn good jazzy sounding soundtrack. Yeah, I mean it's it's not Isaac Hayes, but you know what yeah. are you gonna do? The the only weird part about it is that there would be weird random random intervals where like an or- a full orchestra would kick in over the track, but they were out of sync somehow. Like mm-hmm. like they weren't listening to the beat. It, but yeah, it was a lot of free form. Just like, hey man, just wail on your horn. Yeah. Just go fucking your go for it or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it was. It's. I liked it. There was one track where the music stopped, but the guitar guy kept going for like another thirty seconds. Just yeah. like, <laughs> that guy knew it was his moment. Yeah, he was man. like, man, mm-hmm. this is it. The other thing that's interesting, like about the uh, the soundtrack aspect, is number one, this movie's not particularly well mixed. Like, no. I mean, there's there's parts where it gets real loud, and also like the audio apparently just kind of goes out of sync sometimes. Like, yeah. I don't know if you noticed yeah. that. Like, like I wasn't sure if that was a, you know, but then it was we fine. Watching yeah, it, all it, was, it was like scene to scene. It was either out of sync or perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Right. That's, that's really yeah. strange. But I, I was going to say like, there's, there's certain parts where the music cues will kick in before you realize it's the music cue kicking in. So like, there's one part where it's, it's kind of like a, a, kind of like a clapping rhythm thing starting up, but it sounds like someone's just like doing a slow clap off screen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, it was kind of weird. Cause like, you hear this, yeah. And like, who's slow clapping? Yeah. It's like, oh, that's the soundtrack. Oh, the, the soundtrack is just going. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, and there'd be like, well, things like a, and it's like, is that, oh, okay, that's the music kicking in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ratings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think this one's going to be interesting. I can go one jocks. Okay. It's kind of dull. 
Shaft is still cool, but he doesn't feel as cool as he was and or as in control as he was in the first movie. He feels more like he's kind of the guy who's a step behind the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that it dispatches its two bad guys so unceremoniously. I mean, granted, one of them got blown up, but it's still kind of like the way it's filmed is kind of eh. I mean, the henchman who gets who he shoots on the on the uh, railing, who then falls off the railing, and they we get a nice shot of the dummy going down to the bottom of this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's more interesting, and the you know the and the chopper fireball is more interesting than the deaths of the actual guys. We should probably be caring about more. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but still, I mean, it's it's enjoyable. I just feel like they could have chopped about 20 minutes off this movie just in shortening scenes. They didn't even have to remove any scenes. They just had to shorten a few of them, and it would have been a much tighter, better experience. But I can still say it's one one jocks. I, I man, throughout this whole thing, I was just thinking about it and thinking about it. But I, I think I got to settle on a bag. I can't. I can't in any way recommend this. Like there's some of the dialogue is good. Some of the scenes with Sha- the, the scene with shaft at the police station where he is just given everybody shit mm-hmm. is great, but it's like, it almost feels like shaft is a supporting character in this movie because there are so many characters that get equal amount of screen time. Not, not that there's any one character that overshadows him. It's just that there are so many other characters like they they established the fuck out of the the white hench the the, the white bad guy mm-hmm. the Liberace yeah. dude like they give him so much character and it's like why like I kept waiting for him like they have that fight scene and he's sad at the end that his his clarinet may have c- kind of been fucked up but Shaft should have beat him to death with that clarinet that's yeah. that's why broken he, it over yeah. his head yeah that's why you established that thing but it's just like. No, it's just a character trait that they don't pay off in any way, shape, or form. He was just a fancy lad fuck who, you know, ultimately just is another piece of shit hoodlum. I mean, that's all he yeah. is. I, I I, don't know. I, I feel like on the drive home tonight, I will have forgotten this entire movie. Like, just gone. It, I. What really hurts it is how slowly it starts. Mm-hmm. Like, it just never regained any momentum from how hyped I was for it when it started. Like, okay, here we go. Another shaft movie. And then it's just like, Oh, what is this? Well, I remember <laughs> saying, I remember as he's like picking the money out of the safe going, man, this is riveting. Isn't yeah. it? Yes. About as sarcastically as I could. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, I, I don't think I, it I ever really picks up much momentum at all. It never does. It, and that's the problem. Yeah. Like, I mean, that build, Even, that building explodes in the opening credits or right after them. And I, and it's just kind of like, that's probably the most exciting thing other than the boat explosion. Yeah, I, um, I just I it made me sad. Like I'd heard people all, just always say like the sequels to Shaft are terrible. And I was like, look at that poster. There's no way this could be terrible. It's not terrible, but it's just like, ah, just yeah. So, eh, just yeah. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> put that on the box. Um. OK, well, I, I got to disagree. Um, I, I actually really like this movie. Um, it's, it's funny because I, I, it's a stretch of an analogy, but, uh, there is the shot where it's, it's kind of more artistic than it probably needs to be where they are digging up, um, the, the corpse. And you mentioned that it very much looks like the shot out of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Um, and, and it kind of strangely, like I, I would liken this to the Indiana Jones movies, 
because the first one is a real ass, honest to God movie, like mostly completely straight laced, you know, not really played for laughs or anything like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. This one, I think, is probably more a- akin to like uh, The Last Crusade in that if you think about it, like most of The Last Crusade, like Indiana Jones is not really a factor. It's more like he's long for like everyone dicking everybody else over. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that's the way I kind of feel about it like this. Like Shaft is still awesome when he's on screen and when he's doing things. But it, it's more like we're watching this this downfall of, you know, of, of the dudes just like, you know, trying to like just get all like Kelly is just trying to like basically fuck himself out of like making all these little deals mm-hmm. and, and save all this. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. And like, I know it starts slow. I mean, but to me in a, in a strange sort of way that makes what happens later better um because it's just that it's that slow burn thing and i i felt like it it i felt like it came to a better head earlier than i feel like you guys think it did like i sort of fake slow-mo or weird slow-mo effects aside i really like that scene where shaft's getting his ass kicked mm-hmm. not just not seeing a shaft get his ass kicked but the way it's shot like that intercut with the weird dancing you know body paint ladies and all this stuff like i i dug the aesthetic of all of that like very much and apparently from all all accounts uh shaft in africa is might as well be the templar doom or kingdom of the crystal skull like it's apparently (laughs) fucking stupid and like just loses all respectability of the series Mm -hmm. so i mean i feel like this this analogy was only going to get more apt as the as we as we proceed down the shaft oeuvre Uh-huh. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, 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 I'm going to settle on uh, three jocks. It's, okay. it's not the first movie, but I, I enjoyed the hell out of this. And um, I like the look. I like the dialogue. I mean, especially when Bumpy and, and Willie are involved. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. It's a little strange that they went with the fancy lad thing for the Liberace dude, but never really like have it kind of come together. Like, I think we would have written it, you know? No. Yeah. But... I, I well, still, it just doesn't make him interesting. Not necessarily. Like, yeah, I mean, I you know, I think they were kind of just kind of going. I mean, I feel like in a lot of ways they were going for a Bond thing for this. I mean, not only in the poster. I mean, the poster is very much of that era, like Bond style poster from the early mm-hmm. 70s Bonds. Yeah. And I think they were just trying to make this dude like some Bond villain. But it just it never really congeals to like, I mean, it would help if like he had competent assistance. Like, but like they immediately fail to hit on shaft. Like they, he just seems incompetent by having a big giant open window and not being more aware of window washers. Like it's little things. It's like, well, you're, there's nothing bond villain about you except for you're a fancy fuck, you know, like, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I, I don't know. So, I just, like there, there's, there's lots of problems with this movie. I just still enjoyed it a lot. So mm-hmm. I kind of agree with you about the, um, the tiger and space tiger lady and space lady. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like the concept of that scene. I, I like the shots of the ladies dancing because I mean, if you watch this movie, you definitely will. Um, they're nice to look at, um, and they're done up interestingly. Um, I really don't like that that fight scene. I, I think it could be done a lot better. Um, if you use more of a, more of that sort of Edgar Wright style where you know, all the action is punctuated by, or all the music is punctuated by the action. Um, yeah, but nobody even remotely done anything like that in 1972. I, sure, I know, I know. But, you know, something like that where 
you know, if, if the cuts are timed to the music or something like that, it just would work a lot better for me. It, as is, the dancing ladies are nice, but the 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 fight portion of it is, is just not that good. Um, I also agree if about the sort of Bond feeling to this. Um, it's not like... Shaft isn't very much like like Bond in that sort of traditional Bond sense where, you know, you have that Q and... I mean, he does have a gearing up with an interesting weapon, but you don't have that sort of sequence like you have in... He doesn't have the Bond. support staff. Yeah, he doesn't have the support. He doesn't have... Um, you know, world ranging adventures. This is all in Queens, um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Um, but it does have sort of that feel, like with the, you know, with a couple villains and a couple henchmen, and uh, it's just not really executed all that interestingly. Um, the both of the quote unquote big bads are kind of they're sort of ineffectual and I mean, they get, they do get one guy killed, but they don't find the money until almost the last part of the movie. Um, and there's not that big of a threat from them, except for the fact that the Harlem children's health center might not get their money, uh, which I mean is important, but they don't sell any of the danger of what's going on or any of the stakes that are you know that are presented in this in this movie very well like it just feels kind of like kind of like an unimportant story in the world of shaft like this is something that happened in between shaft's big adventures um <laughs> shaft's big top adventure uh i, I like think it, it feels like a very b story and it coming it, out that same year there you know they probably rushed it <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty well yeah um but Having said that, having shit on it, um, it's not bad. It's you know the the stuff with uh, Willie and Bumpy is is great. Um, stuff with Willie and Bumpy and anybody else is great. Uh, I like their interactions with Shaft and with anybody else they interact with. Um, Bumpy is just uh, Moses Gunn has his presence, and when he's on screen, he's just you know he's going to say some good shit like. Mm-hmm everything out of his mouth is going to be a good fucking line. Yeah. And I'm really glad they didn't like really glad they didn't fuck it up, you know, cause Bumpy was good before and he's still good in this. So, um, I'm glad they didn't drop the ball on that somehow. And Shaft is himself is, is cool. He is Shaft esque, but I feel like he's not as big a presence as he was in, in the first one. Uh, all that being said, I think I can, I don't know if I can go two jocks, but I can go. I can give it at least one jocks. It's it's not a bags movie for me, but it's not it's not that great. You're not going to hate yourself for watching it. There's some good stuff to look at in this movie, but yeah. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Okay. Second half. Woo. Second half. Good breaking. Ow. Uh, so we've got some. So we've got some movies to talk about. Um, the, oh, yeah. b- the big one uh, being three quarters of us saw Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, but we gotta. We're gonna go ahead and like wrap up some other things we watched and kind of end with that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, so for those, even though we're not going to get spoilery, no, but no, we may, we're not going to get mildly right, spoilery. Yeah. We're not going to do the last care. Jedi thing, like where we just yeah. be like, we're not going that far. Yeah. Yeah. So. And um, besides, everybody's seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah, like. Yeah, just but, about. Yeah. Except Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn it, Chuck. Sorry. So otherwise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just, I have two quick movies uh, that are kind of related. I, uh. Went down a minor rabbit hole. Uh, I realized it had been a very long time since I'd seen Real Genius. Oh God! Okay. So uh-huh. I I just decided to rewatch Real Genius with Val Kilmer. Yeah. Um, Wait, and like with him? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he, <laughs> He's like, not busy he, these he days. Came over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I went to him. He was in like Bulgaria. Oh, and oh I was okay. Like, hey, let's, you let's... offered him a super fatty meal. I did. And I, I was like, yeah. I got a you know a yes! six foot six foot party sub, and I said, come on, Val, let's watch some. Watch <laughs> some real like, He's like, what are you gonna eat? <laughs> exactly. Um, oh. Yeah, I, like real genius is, is pretty good. I think. I think the 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 most notable thing about that movie is the the links that they went to to be accurate. Yeah. Like with with. Not only in sciencing, but like in everything to do with like Caltech that wasn't Caltech in the movie. But mm-hmm. like I, I, I appreciate the links that they went to for things that I don't necessarily. It's one of those movies where I feel like they they went the extra mile for something that was just like yeah that's that's a cute movie you know like mm-hmm. it's it's one of those th- strange things is like this is a pretty good movie that I feel like you maybe worked a little too hard on you know like you know what I mean. <laughs> Hey, that kind people of thing. put work into comedies in the eighties. They were, you know, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, being like, you didn't need to do this. Yeah, much. kind of. Like, I mean, I, not to spoil gags of a twenty, thirty something year old movie or whatever the hell mm-hmm. it is. Um, but like the thing at the end with the popcorn, I'll just say that. Right. I'll leave that. Oh yeah, uh, that's a hell of a that's expensive a f- stunt. Yeah, that's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, like 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 when you read the behind the scenes of like how many pounds mm-hmm. like tons of po- like literal tons of popcorn they used yep. I mean, it's it's fucking insane yep. and it's just like this is a cute movie did you need to go all this far like i don't know it's like the blues brothers like i mean don't get me wrong blues brothers are fucking amazing but they're dropping cars at, uh, higher than the you know they destroy Tower. a mall yeah <laughs> say like fucking insane shit like that anyway yeah. Blues Brothers, very real genius. But anyway, this this got it me is. thinking of like uh, Val Kilmer's movie, Val Kilmer movies that I had not seen in a long time. So in a totally sidetrack, not at all like real genius, I decided to rewatch Tombstone. Oh, okay, sure. Because <laughs> it was just like oh, I haven't man. seen Tombstone in freaking forever. Uh huh. You know what? Tombstone is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's Tombstone a is fucking, fucking awesome. Great movie, and yeah. I, I I kick myself for not having watched that sooner. And also, wait, hold up. Well, no, no, I mean like. More recently, rewatch it, it okay. more recently. I've uh, seen woo. Tombstone. Yeah, don't, don't. it's just been a long ass. <laughs> I was time. gonna say you've been quoting Tombstone for since I've known I, you. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, like it's it's one of those things. I just haven't watched it in okay. many, many, many years. All right. Um. So again, because I I hopped on IMDb because I was like I need to know some things about this. And uh, back when there was good parts of IMDb trivia, mm-hmm. there's apparently a whole lot of controversy about who made that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like the original director got fired. People claim George Cosmatos didn't like direct most of it. That Kurt Russell actually did. Yep, that seems mm, to be I, the prevailing theory. Yeah, I, so I I don't know. Maybe beca- Val Kilmer backs that up in his uh, AMA on Reddit. Sure, and I mean you know what? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. He's done like three yeah. AMAs on Reddit, and somebody invariably asks him about it, and yeah. he's like, Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Kurt Russell. Well, Reddit made that. gives him the party sub, and <laughs> he's like, I'm in. But I mean, AMA. <laughs> it, it, it's it's strange because to me because like I don't know if it's because of all that bullshit, but like Tombstone completely bypassed by anything like remotely resembling like actual accolades 
Like there, there is like literally no Golden Globes, like no nominations. And Val Kilmer is fucking amazing in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like that is a fucking Oscar, at least supporting actor role. Mm-hmm. And that it's you know, I mean, Golden Globe something. Like there's literally like he got nominated for like MTV Awards. No People Choice Awards. No, like literally nothing. Like the only two awards were like MTV Awards. Like okay. out of all the fucking actor awards there are, that was just one of those VHS movies because I don't think anyone saw it in the theater and everyone caught it like. On, on HBO. E- yeah, rented it or saw it on HBO, and everyone well, was like, have you fucking seen this? But like, I mean, like, that was the one where you're like telling your friends, you're like, dude, yeah, yeah fucking Tombstone. tombstone. <laughs> but like, I mean, it's, I, I feel like it was in that era where they also made Wyatt Earp, the Kevin Costner one, which is. Mm-hmm. That was about six months later. Yeah, but I mean, it was that whole like Dante Speak Volcano. Mm-hmm. Wasn't yeah. there, you know, like Rob Roy also came out around that. Yeah, around that maybe summer, a yeah. year later. Yeah, but what I don't know. What does that have to do? Wait a minute. That doesn't have anything to do with you, Westerns, does no, it? No, that's like, that's that's, like Scottish. That's right. That's yeah. Scottish. <laughs> a Scottish. I, I mean, some reason, I was going with you, but... It is Men with Guns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Men with Guns. Uh-huh. That's what I meant. Which is historical drama. There aren't many movies like that. Historical, historical drama. drama. Costume drama. Yes. Yes. Okay. Grown men in costumes. <laughs> but that may have happened in the late 1800s. I, I, I felt like it was just one of those cases where they were like, oh, no, Wyatt Earp's going to be the real film here. And it's like... I've seen wider, but it's fucking boring. I mean, like, it's okay. Like, it's just, it's not fucking Tombstone. Yeah. You know, like, it's just one of those things, like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I like wider a lot. I, I think that, but the they are two very different movies. Yeah. I mean, there's... Very different. There is so much badass shit in Tombstone. Like, just, the cast is, like, 30 deep of people you can name in, like, mm-hmm. tiny roles. Like, it's one of Billy Bob Thornton's first roles. I mean, it's, like, it's just insane. Yeah. But, uh... I don't know. I felt like I had more of a point than this, but Tombstone's anyway, fucking awesome. It, it is. It and is it awesome. Deserves all the credit because yeah. it's yeah. fucking awesome. I, I mean, there, there's just so many awesome ass scenes in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Val Kilmer is fucking great in it, as I've already stated. But I mean, so is Kurt Russell, and I, I, I'm adding Kurt Russell to like that Tom Hanks. Like, if I ever find out something shitty about Kurt, Kurt Russell, I am going to be, I'm checking out this fucking world. Yeah. Like seriously, <laughs> Kurt Russell is fucking awesome, and if I find out he's some some shit bird. I'm fucking done with it. Like I'm not not watching any more movies. <laughs> well, hey, join our Discord and watch the All Your Heroes Are Problematic channel. For considering more how long he's been married to Goldie Hawn, I, exactly. I, like that's that's usually good evidence yeah. when like somebody can mm-hmm. stay married for that long that they're yeah. especially in a Hollywood. decent human. Yeah. yeah, we hope. <laughs> we really man. Yeah. yeah, but like I'm gonna go watch. I'll Tombstone. just say like I mean if you haven't seen Tombstone, this won't ruin anything. But the the no scene, holy shit! Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that scene is fucking awesome mm-hmm. yeah yeah it doesn't matter who made it yeah i yeah I, i'm just saying it, awesome. it, it's great and, it, and it's it's bizarrely paced which i fucking love about it like the big thing is like 45 minutes into it like what every other Wyatt Earp movies big thing is is like so far from the end of that movie mm-hmm. yeah you know it, it's just it's it's cool that it is it's one of those movies it's like it's broken in the right ways if that makes any sense like mm-hmm. you can see like things cut or script changes or director changes but it's like it it's broken and it fell together right if that makes sense yeah yeah so anyway that's all just watch real genius i guess if you've never seen it but definitely watch tombstone that that's a good val kilmer twofer yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> watch tombstone or i will come beat you up oh whoa 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 not uh, an actual threat i can recommend a movie as well okay uh, i watched the big sick on Valentine's Day. Oh, oh well. That's cheery. <laughs> For it, half it that movie, out. it was a nice Valentine's Day movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's one of those movies that like I 
I really loved everything about it watching it. And I was like, wow, that was really nice. That was a good movie. And I have no desire to ever watch it again or revisit it or, you know, find out what the, you know, how the sequence of the real life events happened, any of that. I'm just like, all right, that worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all I can really say about it. I mean, it's like, it's, it's also, it's one of those movies that's like, it's funny, but it's not super funny. You know, there's a few good laughs in it, but it's not like uproarious. It's cute. And it feels, yeah. And, sweet. and it feels like there should be more drama than there is. But I think knowing that it's a, based on a, you know, on his life kind of sucks that out of it a little bit mm-hmm. because it would be like, I hate to say it, but an infinitely more interesting story if she dies or if they stayed broken up afterwards, Yeah, you know, that like something about that would make it better. It feels like a cop out the way that movie ends, but then you're like, oh wait, no, that's what happened. So whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's definitely worth watching. I one day, you know, someone will be like, "Hey, you watched The Big Sick, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, I remember that movie." Yeah, Ray Romano's pretty funny in it. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty good. I I, I kind of wish they'd done more with um, him dealing with his Pakistani heritage. Hmm. I mean, there's there's I mean, there's a lot of it in there, but it feels like for being the central conflict in their relationship. I feel like there should have been more of it. I don't know. That one man show was pretty informative. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love that they all go, but they all give him shit for it. Yeah. Like and, every and time also, he does okay, it. And that was the other thing I took away from that is like, man, it feels like everyone in the comedy world just hates each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, like absolutely. I know it's like, it's like it's ribbing and, you know, teasing and that sort of stuff. But it, especially the way it's portrayed there, it never feels good natured. No. It's it, like, oh, it we're all jokey, and hey, you got a gig? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There, there's this professional jealousy that's like, uh, I have a feeling that's how it is. Yeah. That goes yeah. literally all the way bo- down to, like, the very bottom of the list of comics. Like, oh, yeah. All oh, the way yeah, down because to... because the way they're portrayed in this movie, it's like the people who are like, hey, man, I'm I'm working as a waiter, and this is, and I'm trying to do this. Well, they, they seem like... On well, open mic night. Yeah, I was going to say, they seem like they're a step up from the open mic comics, but not by much. But it yeah. goes all the way down yeah. to even, like, the open mic comics or like the first time out comics comics i think may be the worst people on earth i'm I'm not sure well i do like how they kind of backhandedly continue to encourage the guy who absolutely sucks because they kind of know that they're better than him and therefore he won't ever get a gig that they don't get so yeah they they keep him around and encourage his shitty routine that he's been doing for, for like five straight years. Mm-hmm. They're like, but is oh, he yeah, the one great. that gets the call or something? Like no, you're thinking that people people say people say Sam guy. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. 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 yeah that guy. Yeah. And then there's the other one who's just the roommate, but yeah, he's just not as good. Yeah. Where that guy in like real life is super funny. Mm-hmm. Like like his his set is great. Yes. I'm trying to remember who the roommate was. What's it? I don't know. Uh, what's his name? Braunholder. I can't remember his first oh. name. Like I think it's just like Kurt Braunholder. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, if that movie's any indication, comedians are shitty. Right. So enjoy a sweet movie about them. (laughs) They are. Yeah, especially his friend CJ, man. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Ugh. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah. I don't remember who who was like, who the real comics were that played them. You know what I mean? Like, because everybody was a comedian, I believe, but. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't Bo Burnham, was it? Bo Burnham was, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of a movie that was entertaining. Uh, <laughs> nice segue, Chuck. Um, this movie probably shouldn't have been as entertaining as it was, although it's not great, but it's worth watching. Uh, Central Intelligence. Really? The movie with The Rock and the Rock Kevin and Hart. Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. 
you see that trailer and you just go, oh, God, that I don't want any part of that. And I felt like that way for a long time. And then it came on cable. And once a movie comes on cable, I'm like, I'm paying for cable anyway. <laughs> Let's watch this. So that movie strangely works. It's got some good bits in it. And I think what makes it work the best is that The Rock is playing a weirdo. Like he's playing this character who's just off for reasons that they, they they give you sufficient reasons as to why he's weird. He, he's almost the um, the fuck is the weird Richard Kelly movie Southland. He's almost the Southland Tales slash be cool a rock. little bit. Yeah, he's like somewhere in that wheelhouse of rockness. Yeah, he's he's like stuck in the nineties and like those are the only things the references he knows and he's real proud of all those references and he will continue to make them. And he thinks Kevin Hart is hilarious, which is, you know, funny to me because I mostly don't think Kevin Hart is hilarious. Um, he's just a younger, irritating Joe Pesci to me most of the time. And that's kind oh, of the, on a movie level. I was going to say, like, dude can be very funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I just mean yeah. he's casting those roles in movies yeah. where it's just like, I'm short. Yeah. You know, it's just like, all right, guy, just, you know. Yeah. Like I've said plenty of times, I just I feel like nobody has been able to harness his energy properly yeah because and, his stand-up is fantastic yeah in movies it's ju- it just doesn't translate and he gets yeah. saddled with lame roles and this one is better than others i would say mainly because it's just reacting to all the shit the rock is doing to him which is great um it, the movie's only real problem aside from just a lot of jokes that are very obvious is that it's way too plot heavy like it it has a through line where you're just like you don't need this much like you guys are action commenting this up to an extent it doesn't need mm-hmm. so I don't know but there's some good bits in it there's some good cameos and worth watching I worth a viewing I would say I, w- I would recommend that over like Baywatch to me I mean I see I thought Baywatch was better no. I think I thought Baywatch was more consistently funny this had this had bits in it that I thought were really funny but it was just like at the end, like all I can take away that it is like every time The Rock made fun of Zac Efron, that's what was funny about Baywatch and literally nothing else. Yeah, like that was consistently hilarious. His takedowns of Zac Efron, but I like, guess the difference for me is that the plot in Baywatch was so inconsequential that I, mm-hmm. I, it didn't get in the way. Whereas the plot in this just seems like yeah. it wants you to care about it. And I'm like, it's a fucking action comedy. I don't give a shit about your world changing plot that I know is going to be thwarted by the end because. It's an action comedy. <laughs> There's not going to be any consequences to any of this. So, like, it tries to throw this mystery aspect. It's just too much. So, mm. but you should watch it on f- cable for free. <laughs> if well, you're sort of for, for free. Cable. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what movie you should pay for? All of them? Sure. The, the, well, know, yes, you should pay for your entertainment. You know, you wouldn't, but- you wouldn't download a car. I fucking would <laughs> totally download a car, yeah, especially man. considering how many cars I need. Do you know how much like the, the filament in 3D printers is? Like, yeah. you, you might as well just go buy a car. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I would print it out, but I would oh. download it. Oh, okay. Yeah. What movie but should we pay for? Fucking Black Panther. Oh, all right. While you were watching, is that, is that Central... like the, this ain't <laughs> this ain't fucking back Black Panther? It's a whole different thing. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. This is uh, fucking Black Panther. Black Panther is really good. Mm-hmm. Like it's all right. That's the podcast. Thanks. It yeah. is. Uh, there's a point like where I just completely forgot it was a Marvel movie. Thank you. That was yep. that was exactly going to be my entire thing. Is I I I'm not I'm not casually dropping this, but very much like Batman Begins. Halfway through the movie, it dawned on me. I was like, 
holy fuck, I'm watching a Marvel movie because this doesn't feel like a Marvel movie in the best way. And I mean that in the best way possible. Like, because they've yeah. become kind of formulaic to mm-hmm. to an extent. I mean, that that was my biggest, like, holy shit. Yeah, this... Yeah. Th- yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing about it is it, it has this world building and mythology to it that is so completely removed from all the Marvel stuff mm-hmm. that it exists on its own. And like this mythology is so cool. It's like, I want to be in that world instead of the world that we currently live in. Well, I think, I think everybody's familiar with at least in passing what Wakanda is, right? Everybody in, everybody in the universe, Uh, like not everybody in the movie universe, but I think everybody that would be listening to this podcast is sort of familiar with what Wakanda is. Uh, I don't don't know. Because there's a whole lot of people that are just like comic book movies. Okay. You know. Yeah, because it's basically... That doesn't make any sense. Give me that anime. It's as it's described... <laughs> yeah. As it's described in the movie, uh, Wakanda is basically El Dorado, except it was in Africa and not South, South America. America. It is insulated from the rest of the world. And it's basically, basically. A, a nation that's been hiding as a third world country. Right. The fact that they are the most technologically advanced society on Earth. And I... Like... <laughs> Black Panther itself is sort of isolated from the Marvel, like the movie, is isolated from the Marvel movie universe mm-hmm. with a couple small exceptions. It's itself kind of walled off from what's going on in the rest of the Marvel universe, which yeah. I like. I mean, there's only one Marvel-related question I'd have, and that's like, basically the end of Civil War, Captain America's hiding out there. Mm-hmm. It, as events occur in this movie, it's like, where were they hiding him? Because <laughs> might want to come and call. Yeah. Well, no, because like a lot of shit goes down. Oh, that yeah. yeah, like Captain America better not be there for that because <laughs> <laughs> bad things will happen to Captain America. Oh, but yeah. you know, but <sighs> yeah, I mean, like I said, believe me when I. I'm echoing your like it doesn't feel like a Marvel mm-hmm. movie, and I, I don't mean that because like oh because they're black. I mean it's like it it just it feels so distinctively different than the other Marvel well, movies. It feels like it has its own mythology, right? Yeah, and, and, and world. And I mean, really. and, and to be fair, the Black Panther character does feel above the Avengers. I mean, like he literally like I'm. I mean, he basically joined the Avengers originally just because like I'm not sure I trust what y'all have going on, so I'm going to kind of like sort of spy on you for my mm-hmm. own reasons. I mean, that, that's literally like his, yeah, that, his basic character. Like, it's like, I mean, that was kind of a retcon, but yes, yeah, that, that, yeah, that is true. what it was yes. presented as. Yeah, but I mean, but, like, but it's a way that kind of dismissed the tokenism that he had been there uh-huh. for, you know, because originally they just put him on there because it's like, well, we need a black guy on the team. Right. You know, and so that was a way of writers later on who came on and were like, no, this guy's a lot more than that. And yeah. here's how we justify it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm basically just keeping you in check because like, yeah, I'm not sure I've wholly in, invested in this whole well i mean especially it, it's, it's weird because like i feel like they've already missed the window of, of marvel movies for him to come in and be that character mm-hmm. because like we've i feel like we've already we were having this discussion that like iron man 2 Avengers 2 all these things are like oh we fucked up kind of movies you know mm-hmm. like they're all like oh we're you know our, yeah. our own hubris is what it basically yeah, is hubris causing. has been yeah. the villain in yeah. a lot in, of in several these, these Marvel, Marvel movies. movies. Yeah. And I feel like they're moving past that and like going into infinity war. It's like, Oh yeah. I remember when there's actual outside threats that can fuck shit mm-hmm. up. That's right. why we call the Avengers. And it's like, 
it's interesting that they waited so long to that they could have used Black Panther very much in that like I'm not sure I trust all your decisions here. Yeah. Like that Ultron mm-hmm. shit was fucked up and all this and it's like you know I'm glad they waited until the time until the sort of timing worked out like it did. Sure, sure. Like the director and the actors and everything. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean just thinking about the fact that this is like, you know, one of those like two hundred dollar two hundred million dollar movies to make. And there are like two white guys with speaking roles in the entire cast. That is astounding. And that and... they got like Oscar winners in a big superhero movie. Yeah. You know? And man, credit to Ryan Coogler, like the way he wrote the way he tweaked the script, obviously, to make a lot of, you know, a lot of social points in the movie, you know, because the, the big conflict doesn't even become, all right, you know, it's Black Panther versus a villain. It becomes more like, how is this guy going to lead the society where their entire viewpoint is, we got it good and we can't let everybody else know or else they're going to come take it away, you know, but there's also what responsibility does our country have to help everyone who doesn't yeah have what they need it explores a lot more things than hey there's a villain Mm -hmm. yeah and it does it quite deftly i think yeah and killmonger the villain eric worst fucking name in the world i'm sure that's from the comics or something oh yeah worst fucking name god i hate the name so killmonger do we just want to call him eric then i hate that name too (laughs) because he actually has i mean yeah he he has a wakandan name but he only says it once and i they don't even let me try and repeat it. But, yeah. He's... But yeah, but the thing is, man, he's got a fucking point when he, he shows up. And and that's the best part of all of it is it's like, you know, I <laughs> I posted on Twitter. I, I posted the, the clip of the Big Lebowski going, yeah, you're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. Yeah. And that's pretty much how Eric is throughout this movie. It's like, he's not wrong. He's just an asshole. But he's not wrong. Right. You know? And, mm-hmm. and the thing is, neither is T'Challa. And that and that's really where the interesting conflict comes in the movie, is it's like, well, you know, you both got a point, and both ways could really backfire poorly with the way, you know, the way you want to steer this nation. And yep. I think that's that's the most interesting stuff. Can, can I say just from a... Nope. A super nerdy standpoint, and I don't know if this was even on anybody's minds in doing this, but how elated I was that Angela Bassett was a queen of Wakanda. Because she should have been Storm from the get-go. Yeah, way back when, (laughs) I mean, in a way, in a weird kind of way, she's where she belongs. Mm. I mean, if you follow the whole comic storyline, just saying, like, that's... I don't know if, like I said, I don't know if anyone in, in any way, shape or form in casting was like, somebody will get this. You know, I feel like it was a little thread dropped of, mm-hmm. okay, so Storm and uh, ultimately ends up marrying Black Panther in the comics. Okay. Become, okay. Becoming, thus becoming Queen of Wakanda. Okay. All so right. by Thank her, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> none of, well, none of me were on the same page, yeah. but. But I'm saying like, in a, in a, it feels like a weird kind of retconning just to put her in that position yeah. in, a, in a way, in a strange sort of way. It may have been, I think a nod, I said, but just, also Angela Bassett is awesome. Yeah, pretty awesome. I'm just saying, like it's from the from ninety. What was it? Ninety seven, eighty eight. When the hell did they start X Men? She was perfect. She was like perfect age for that. When the hell was it? First X Men. Two thousand. Was it? Yeah, the, the first movie was two thousand. Oh, she was probably thirty five, and 
I don't know how old Angela Bassett is, but I, she was probably too Hollywood. She old. still would have been great. She was sure. she was perfect age at that time mm-hmm. because Storm was always supposed to be slightly older. She was one of the original yeah. X Men, and mm-hmm. yeah, well, not original, but well, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nerd fight. One of the all new X Men. Yes, but she was always like portrayed as older than mm-hmm. the yeah. kids. Yeah, you I I agree with. That she should have been Storm, but I'm just saying. Like, in my mind, it's a retcon. I'm I'm allowing it okay. in my mind. It, it mm-hmm. makes me happy. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a thing that about Black Panther that I really like that I feel is a a bucking of several years of trend of movies uh, lately, or several years of movie trends, which is like there's been so much fucking gray and brown and black. Uh, the the colors not not the colors of people but like gray and brown and black just drab colors in movies for yeah, so long fuck all that <laughs> and uh, Guardians two Thor Ragnarok uh, Baby Driver and Black Panther all are just and I've seen them all within the last several months but um, they're all just so beautiful and vibrant. And I fucking love it. It's so good to see movies that have just outrageous colors and mm-hmm. pretty things to look at. And like the the dress, the Wakandan, like their traditional dress is fucking beautiful. I love yeah. it. There's every color of the rainbow in every fucking vibrant and amazing hue. And it yeah, and they, feels so good to look at that stuff on screen. Yeah, they color-coded the tribes. Yes, but not like not like in a very bland way. It's like mm-hmm. okay, this this tribe is primarily you know sort of primarily blue, but they also have well, yeah, they give them all know, schemes, but yeah, they're all exactly like bright right. color schemes. It's, it's so, fucking yeah. wonderful, except for yeah. one tribe. Oh yeah, yeah, but, but man, and also seeing it with an audience was really great because the the lady next to me, man, there's a scene early on where. Um, where Eric is in a museum and there's, and like, he just fucking shuts down this lady running the museum. And (laughs) this lady next to me is just like, damn, (laughs) I was like, yes. And then there's a scene later on where, uh, where one guy basically just gets shouted out of the scene Mm -hmm. where everyone's just like, you just shut the fuck up now. And like, I swear to God, she enjoyed this scene. Like she had been waiting her entire life for that scene to happen. And it just made it even more fun for me to just hear her, like just the laugh building in her Mm -hmm. where she was just so goddamn satisfied with that scene that sitting next to her, I was like, yes. (laughs) And then there's a really great joke that happens right after that too. Mm -hmm. But, and man, and the little girl, there was like a little six year old girl sitting next to my wife during the movie. And man, she fucking hated Eric so much. Like she was, she was like, I, I could feel the hatred coming off of her, like <laughs> two seats over. So they, it, it was yeah, a it very, works. it was it's a good. very fun movie to watch with, with an audience and, and yeah. it had one of the better, like hero's journey type things going on with the main character too. Yeah. I'm trying to think like, I mean, I guess we're in what phase three of Marvel. That's how they yeah. do it is to lead them up to the Avengers. So mm-hmm. is phase three the best? Like, by and large, it's been fucking solid here for a while. Yeah. I mean, 
I you know? don't know. Let me look and I'm see. I'm trying to think of one that's really been a disappointment. And like, yeah, I rewatched Civil War before watching this, mm-hmm. and that movie's pretty great too. I mean, it's it's better than I remember it being. Yeah. And man, it, it helps that the first 20 minutes is like Captain America just kicking dudes in the chest and them flying 20 feet away. And I was just like, yeah, just mm-hmm. keep giving me more cap kicking people in the chest because I'm all about I mean, it. I'm not saying it necessarily has the best movies individually because I mean, I, my just don't get me wrong. I, I've loved all three Captain America movies, mm-hmm. but first Avenger to me, fuck, period piece was great. You know, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not trading away the other two mm-hmm. and saying they're inferior. I just like that. That one, the. Being the only one set in that time period is is awesome, but yeah, I I, I don't know. I mean, what what's so yeah? The last one that really feels like it missed the mark was Ultron, and well, that was that more would, that would be the end of Phase Two if, yeah. they, if they lead up. But, I mean, you got Doctor Strange as Ant Man Phase Three, yeah, yeah, yeah Ant Man nope. and no? Doctor Strange really. Yeah. Uh, phase Three is Civil War, Doctor Strange, uh, Guardians Two, Spider Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, and Black Panther. So that's pretty fucking solid lineup. I'd yeah. say I'd say Doctor Strange is the weakest of those, but it's but not I still really bad. still really good. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah, there was no Thor two in this phase. <laughs> or Iron Man two from the first one. Yeah, there was yeah. there was no movie where you just go Well, eh. a lot of people don't like Thor one or uh uh Incredible Hulk. Right. I, I like them both, but Yeah. yeah. Well that's yeah. the thing, like like Marvel really hasn't had a true just Man, yeah. that was fucking shit. Well, like, like two, movie. people would argue that, but yes. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Thor, well, that's the thing, too, is there are so many people that are not on board anyway. Mm-hmm. They're just like, they're going to fucking hate it because they think it's the death of movies and they think they're all formulaic. And I would be curious to hear what those people think of Black Panther. Because, I mean, it's just, it has a lot of really smart filmmaking in it. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot of really crowd-pleasing filmmaking in it as well. And I mean, I feel, it, it just it does not feel like a Marvel movie, and yeah. the only real thing that really feels like a tie-in is the scene that's after all the credits, right? But I mean, like it, it's funny because I, I was talking, I think, last podcast about the trajectory trajectory of like indie filmmakers, like kind of going to a mainstream movie too fast, mm-hmm. and I feel like Ryan Coogler did it right. You know, like Fruitvale Station's this small little movie. Creed is a a, like an indie movie sequel to a huge franchise, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's interesting because I mean, Creed almost is of the level of the original Rocky, like filmmaking wise. It's mm-hmm. like, it's this small intimate thing that spawned a, a, a giant franchise that made tons of money, but mm-hmm. it, it's like, it, it went back to these like indie roots, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's that, it's that mid-level movie that someone needs. And then, you know, here's giant blockbuster thing, you know? Yeah. Like to me, it's just like, dude did it right like and it didn't fail like so many people like their middle step was weird or you know, when they get the big budget it's like oh they blew that you know like this guy's kind of killing it you know like <laughs> getting like to the to the right levels you know yeah because i mean creed, creed is one of those movies it's like it's so understated for what is essentially another entry in a huge yeah. giant franchise made tons of monies in, in, the, in the 80s you know mm-hmm. like basically launched professional wrestling i mean if you don't think of if without rocky three wrestling would not be nearly as popular as it is right now. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if I have a complaint about Black Panther, it's a lot of the CG. A lot of the scenes just look cheapy. There are, there are a few things that I have a little bit of issue with. There are a lot of little things that are really good though. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of small details that are 
obviously CG because you can't make the, some of those things in real life, but little tiny things that just look fan-fucking-tastic. Um, but then some of the bigger stuff looks a little rough. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I don't want to go into too much detail about what the bigger stuff is. but Yeah. But I do like that so, so many characters get moments to be badass. Everybody, just yeah. about, yeah. Yeah. And uh, as, some, as a lot of people have said, there's basically a Q giving Bond his gadgets scene for Black Panther. That's yep. as good as any of the best Q giving Bond his gadget scenes. I, so. I, don't, I honestly don't even care about Q anymore. Sure, he's way cooler than any Q that's ever existed. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah immediately. <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that character's fucking awesome. Is all I gotta say. Yeah. yeah, there's so many awesome characters in the movie. So, yeah. Anyway, and uh, Chadwick Boseman is 41, and I, I am six years. That. I'm six years younger than him, and I look at and feel twice as old as him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I seriously, I, I when you. Stay, you put that somewhere. Was it Discord? It was today? in the Discord, yeah. I was just like, are you, I, I just never looked because I just assumed the dude was like 25 to 30. Dude looks like straight up right at 30 years old. Yeah. Like, I'm so angry. At- <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a movie where there's a lot of metaphor metaphors that work for what's going on in America right yeah. now. Um and not the way these fucking idiots on Twitter would tell you right. <laughs> that are trying to say Black Panther is Trump, which is like, you, like, I don't even, like, you cannot possibly have seen the movie. No, Because no, there's no, no way, aside from, yeah. from contemplating being a fucking isolationist, which doesn't work anyway, but, you know. Uh, like even <laughs> it's that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean seriously, yeah. like I I don't. It's hard to think of a stupider. Well, except for things that come directly out of his mouth. But you know what I mean. I can't yeah. think of a stupider theory, if you will. Yeah, because yeah, I it, I can't say, I can't explain why it's so stupid without spoiling mm-hmm. the old damn movie. But yeah, <laughs> um, there's one other thing that I don't think we touched on. Uh, the women in this movie have agency, they are powerful, they are unique and interesting characters. I mean, you mentioned Shuri, but they're all, like, they don't hang their motivations off off the men, mm-hmm. which is which is great. Um, it passes the Bechdel passes, test. Passes the Bechdel <laughs> test uh, easily. Yeah. Um, it's just, like, fucking... Mm-hmm. It ticks so many of the, so many of the boxes that you, that you really, like, as a decent conscientious person want a movie to tick um in addition to being fucking good <laughs> and you get to watch black panther beat the shit out of some things and yeah there's a lot of yeah it, it's great <laughs> so much good there's it's it's it really it's it's every time i think about it i like it more yeah it's way up there with the best of the marvel movies obviously and like i said it's just it it kind of almost stands on its own. Like it almost feels like a disservice to put it in the Marvel universe aside from being like, all right, cool. Now we can see more of all of these awesome characters right. showing up and really, I hope not dying in fucking infinity war. Right. The disappointing part I think is that we're going to have to go through like eight more Marvel movies before we get another, uh, black Panther movie. If we get another one, I hope we do, but, Oh, oh I'm sure. trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I believe they're judging already by the numbers, this like, yeah. sequel as we speak. Judging yeah, by the numbers that did that this past weekend. Yeah, but they've, they've got their schedule movie. through, what, 2020 or something they've at this point? Been no, Inhumans was supposed to be a movie. 
Just remember that when they announced all this uh, shit. Yeah, Infinity War was supposed to be two movies. But it still is. It still is. They just aren't calling it part one and part two anymore. Yeah. They still haven't named the second one. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah I think, is it... I did not know. Next year, there's another... <laughs> it's going to be Infinity plus one. Uh, <laughs> is it still back to back like next year we're getting the other one? Or is it... Uh, no, I, I not. believe that's still the deal. Let me let me I look at this list that lately. I have on my screen here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a moment. I mean, they're being real cagey about the what's happening with part two. If they don't have a name. Or... I'm mm-hmm. still Okay. Yeah, and the preview for Ant-Man and the Wasp looked great. It does, yeah. Um, do 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 do. Did that preview have some Walton Goggins in it? Because like the Super Bowl preview did not. <laughs> I don't think it. I think I don't, I don't think, think it, it did. did. I think it was the so same weird. one. <laughs> I saw him in the Tomb Raider one. <laughs> so, yeah, he's the bad guy in Tomb Raider. I had no idea. <laughs> yep. Okay, I'm more on board now. He doesn't seem to be doing anything weird though, oh. which kind of seemed like a bummer. Yeah. Because it's like you kind of want him doing something weird. So as of right now, um, Infinity War is May this year. Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp is July this year. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel is March next year. Uh, and then the next Untitled Avengers film is May of next year. So, oh, yep, okay. they're back to back in it. And then Spider-Man Homecoming again. That's Spider-Man is, Prom Night. Yeah. yeah. It's Jimmy Lee Curtis is going to show up. And <laughs> yes. Disco dance. Yeah. Somebody's got to get blasted out of window. <laughs> spectral defenestration. Yeah. yeah. And, well, and, and who knows how the Fox thing is messing with their schedule now. That's true. What they're going to do. Well, Fox has still got the things that already have in the works. I guess they're still going to be Fox things. Like, are they... Was Is Phoenix whatever is still going to be a Fox one. Yeah. So they already had that like in progress, I guess. Yeah. And new mutants is basically done. They yeah. just pushed it to another year to quote unquote, stay away from everything else. But who fucking knows? Oof. Don't forget that gambit movie. It, I thought they trashed that. Didn't they? They, gambit. They, they, <laughs> he started, throws cards. They've started and trashed <laughs> gambit like five times now. It's, Gambit's, I think I think Gambit's it's a com- scumbag anyway. Like yeah. we don't need a fucking. Gambit Let's combine movie. that Channing Tatum uh, Gambit movie with a Channing Tatum spl- splash movie, and just have a, like a card throwing mermaid. Okay. I'm I'm or merman. Sorry. Oh, merman, dad. <laughs> but saying let's let's do that of these mm-hmm. failure failure to launch movies. Here. No. That would be great if they just start merging all the d- discarded <laughs> yeah. ideas. Yeah, do, do the, right, do well, the Men in Black 23 Jump Street yeah. splash, slash Gambit movie all in one. I'm in. Uh, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Men in Black 4, sorry. Right. We already had a 3. Yes. Oh, yeah, and they showed the uh, the trailer for Venom before. Uh... Oh, the one that doesn't have Venom in it? Yeah. 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 That sounds it's good. just Tom Hardy not mumbling for once. <laughs> we got hey, that's that fucking hurricane movie oh hurricane heist, hurricane oh, hurricane heist. heist. we yes. got a fucking preview for that yes oh, of dude. course of course somebody by was like it looks like so stupid <laughs> like oh yeah the, you really guy mouth. you think <laughs> the guy really does that doesn't look like high art like, yeah he's like that looks like it's gonna be the stupidest shit ever and yes I'm like, I'm like fuck yeah it does <laughs> I can't wait. If that like, song is not in the movie, I'm going to be supremely pissed. Like, that's, like, yeah. Yeah. that's what I love is just when people like can't comprehend that's, that a movie is setting out to do, yeah. like, like is doing what it's set out to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, if that's not what they want, they're like, well, I don't, why would anyone make this? You know, yeah. it's like, because plenty of people want exactly that. My, yeah. my favorite is I've they're actually been five Sharknadoes. God damn. I, yeah. I've been in theaters where you'll get a, a, you'll get a, you know, Rob Cohen, 
whatever shooty shooty bang bang cars fly movie mm-hmm. and then people are like does it look so stupid and the next yeah. thing is like kevin james tugs to zoo and they're like ah! <laughs> i'm like fuck you just fuck you to death <laughs> yes yeah like, i agree I'm like you know like you can't have you can't say one thing is stupid and then laugh at the stupid as next trailer like that's there's fucking rules. Yeah, man. either everything is stupid or nothing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they also showed the uh, Jurassic World two trailer, and Jen was yep. like, "All right, you know that D box thing? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we're gonna see it in three D and D box." <laughs> oh man, I was like, "You realize the tickets are gonna be like forty five dollars each, right?" Mm-hmm. She's like, "Well, we'll go on Tuesday, so they'll only be forty dollars." <laughs> That's a good I, I really appreciate her commitment to Jurassic Motion. Oh, she was so fucking <laughs> pumped at that. <laughs> so that's my Jurassic 5 cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, oh, man. That just that tickled me, tickles me to no end how much she loves Jurassic Park. Oh, my God. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, shit. Wait, this is Jurassic 5. <laughs> like, I, just, I just thought about that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just, yeah. I had to do some math there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at least not, she not loved Black enough. Panther as well. Good. We saw it in 3D. Don't bother. Which is becoming the norm these days. Mm-hmm. Just Man, I cannot imagine anything in that movie needing 3D. There's some stuff that looks pretty great. Like the, like the waterfall scenes look really good in 3D. Uh okay. I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. And, and I can also and, thinking and, back and also on going it. into the spirit realm stuff. Yeah, looked pretty great. But aside from that, eh. Thinking back on that waterfall scene, yeah, I can see where they. S- There's a lot of layering going on yeah, there. That's, yeah, a lot. That looked pretty good. So, but in general, like mm-hmm. <laughs> as is becoming the norm, don't bother with 3D. And I don't. Yep. Don't save, worry, because the studios will stop bothering with it. Save soon, yourself too. the money. We did it. We killed 3D almost. Yep. Good job. Let's hang a banner. Yep. A standard two-dimensional banner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on the same plane as everything else. Mission accomplished. 3D, 3 dead. Yep. RIP 3D. Or it's just mission accomplished with 3Ds at the end. <laughs> yeah. God. I like that. That's yeah. Good. Yep. All right. It's time to go. It is. Yeah. It is late, it is. and we are tired. Um, so, going to run these off real quick. Uh, BMF at bmfcast.com, Nine one zero five jocks BMF and uh, patreon.com slash bmfcast. Uh, hit up those things. So email us. Uh, call us, send us money. <laughs> Do not collect well, calls. You, yeah. you put it that way. <laughs> Pretend I mean, you, that you're our mom. I mean, if you and... send us money, I guess you could collect calls, even though it's a no one's going to answer it. It's just a. I mean, you, voice you don't have to send us money to call us, but be be like our moms and email us, then call us, and then send us money. Cool. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? All right. Let's. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. Mm-hmm.